What is going on, Brookie Nation? It's episode 46 of Storybrook Circus. My name is the Mackie Mouse. My name is Isla Sikorsky. And thank you for joining us. Uh, this is a Once Upon a Time podcast. We are watching the episodes and reviewing them one episode at a time. And today, of all days, we are at the season finale of season two. Wow. That is a, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. Episode 46, we got to the end. It was it. going so strong and... Now we're here. Yeah. Beginning of the season, some of the most phenomenal episodes we've seen, period. To date. The end of the season really struggled. The tail end of season two has been nothing short of of a nightmare, to be completely honest. You know when you watch a show and then you, and then like at some point there's like a short, like every episode is 45 minutes and then there's one episode that's like 15 minutes long and you don't know why. And then the rest of the season sucks and you're like, was there a writer's strike? Like any show that you're like, was there a writer's strike during the season? You have to look it up. That's kind of like what we're experiencing right now where it feels like a completely different writer's room in the second half than it did in the first half. And like, you always wonder, like, did something happen where like the network intervened and they said, no, you have to. Include right. More, blah, was blah, there blah, a fight? Or, or like, yeah, was there did a something contract? happen? Did someone threaten to leave? Was there like a contract? I know all that stuff sounds like juicy, like drama, you know, and that's not it's not that I wish drama on it, but something very dramatically shifted in the storytelling style midway through that just made it not feel as good. And I don't know that that's necessarily like, you know reflecting on the individual writers of those episodes or so it felt more global than that it felt like the whole yeah. show just got pulled down by the vibes something. were not there like some executives said you need to include more like we need to see more people from the outside come in and try and disrupt the yeah. magic and all the writers are like that's a terrible idea and the network's like do it anyway and they're like okay that's what, right. that would be a reasonable explanation for the, <laughs> the end of the season because i'm already yawning man um you are. It's five. It's six o'clock. I, <laughs> I can't do better. Than In this. my defense, <laughs> I've been up since two thirty. It's been crazy. All right. Well, first of all, let's before we get into all of the juicy once upon a time drama, we have to talk about our personal lives because that's what we do on the show. How are you? Tell us why you were up late. Oh well, there's a bomb cyclone happening outside right now. <laughs> like, like, have a, you ever heard of that? Neither what? have I. Wait, that's a real thing. Yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, I thought you were just being cute this whole time. <laughs> Every time you uh, said that. No, this like, oh. is what the news people are telling me. This is a bomb cyclone, whatever that like, means. Yo, this cyclone's bomb. That's what I thought. It's you a nor'easter. Wow. We have a lot of snow. My amazing husband behind me, if you're watching this on video, he's right there speaking of the video. Hey. Um, he has been out shoveling and plowing and moving snow since like 11 o'clock last night, and he just got home like an hour ago. Um... Harper is having a snowy camp out shout with out her the, grandparents. Shout out to amazing husbands who uh, do chores for 24 hours straight. Yeah. And I just got home from the Bahamas. That Yo. feels real bougie. All right. So Blizzard aside, which really sucks. And I'm so sorry that Bart had to do all that work. And I'm, he's um, he's playing video games in the back in case anyone's wondering what that is. <laughs> um, Maybe we'll get him to start a Twitch stream. I think he should. Anyway. Um, the last time we spoke... It was a lot of mystery. 
around, it was two weeks ago, which is crazy. We skipped a week, right? <clears throat> There's a lot of mystery around what you were going to do. Everybody knew you were going to Disney World. I, I say everybody, like we're like following your intimate details of your your private life. You're you, not? You, an- <laughs> you announced on podcast that you were going to Disney World, but there was something else going on. And oh, we, yes. were, we were needing to be a little bit quiet about it first and it was not for security reasons it was literally just superstitious voodoo that we were just trying yeah to good so i'm a little stitious i would not consider myself superstitious but i am a little stitious for that it was and so, so tell us tell us that we promised the people that on the 31st of january we would let them in on the secret so what was the, so what was sorry the all right <laughs> drum roll so please if you're not following me on Hold instagram on, you. you should be following me on instagram we went on a disney cruise finally <laughs> I made that sound effect just for you. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if you, anybody who's listening to this right now has planned a vacation during these unprecedented times, but sometimes it's a little wild. And when it comes to cruising, it's extremely wild because you do not know if you're getting on that ship until you are supposed to be literally physically walking onto the ship. This is, this is crazy. Night. When nuts. you told Absolutely me this nuts. a few weeks ago, like how wild. I mean, I know they take COVID precautions, but man, is this like really nerve wracking. It is really nerve wracking. And I'm not going to get into the, you know, intimate details. If you want to catch it, I'm going to be doing all my stories starting on Tuesday. Bye. Um, but yeah, we got to go on a Disney cruise again. And it was the most magical three nights ever. Disney World was perfect, as it always is. It was like nice and chilly. I was really comfortable the entire time. It wasn't like cold, um, but it was definitely brisk. It wasn't like as you know hot and sweltering as it normally is. Yeah, some milestones. My Harper Jane got her first ever haircut. Oh my god, that's um, right! I forgot about that. Incredible. We got to ride Remy. Love that. If you're a Disney fan, you know the new Ratatouille ride in Epcot. Um, and then we went on the Disney cruise, and it was just so perfect. I got to hang out with Mackie and Taryn separately. That was weird. That yeah. was weird. Our schedule was just really, like like you said, January was fucking whack. It was just so yeah. unnecessarily busy. And we couldn't physically, like I, w- like, I was in another city. And Taryn was here. Yes. So she she went and hung out. And then when I went to go hang out, she was like, during the day, it was she was working. And yeah. we, couldn't, we couldn't end up linking up at night. And I was free during the day. So it was two separate days, and and like we lived together. Like it's so weird to me that we had to do that. Yeah, we, it was like divorced parents. We had to split our time between mom and dad, but we got to see everyone. But we weren't so. going to not see you. So you know. yeah, so it was great. So it was great. It was a great trip. I am <laughs> so it. happy. I know. I'm glad. Animal <laughs> Kingdom. It was sick. Um, but how are you? Oh me, I'm I'm good. I'm I am actually. You know, I'm finding my footing. At work, I'm starting to like really get, I, I, (sighs) this is really dumb. I'm reading a lot of self-help books now. I, this is ridiculous that I'm saying this out loud. Yeah, this is hard for me to get behind. I gotta tell you. I'm here, I'm here and I'm We're not, we're not like be your own boss babe self-helps, right? I, I I targeted very specific things. Are you like reading girl wash your face? No, and this is not this is not stuff for like general feel better about your this life is some kind of books. MLM shit right now that you're doing. <laughs> it's a little I uh I I was recommended some books by people I was talking to about things that are more related to what I do for work and it's a lot more I deal a lot more with people than I used to, right? I just dealt with computers and, you know, and design. But now I'm dealing a lot more with, you know, a, a kind of 
personnel thing, you know, where I have to kind of broker between people and I have to I have to consider how my loud, crass New Yorker personality appears to other people. I didn't have to. That didn't matter to my career before. Right. And now it matters. So I got to really get that under control. You're girl bossing. A little bit. A little bit. But um, that's kind of the newest thing for me is I'm it actually has helped a little bit because it's not revolutionary, but the thing that the overarching thing for me these days is my brain is a lot less frustrated at not understanding why things are shitty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're encountering, like, obviously, like we talk all the time off the air about all the things that are going on. It's like really annoying and frustrating to us and whatever. We talk on the air about things that like really bother us. There's just a reframing of my mind that's happening now because I'm so much more actively talking to people about like, yeah, I have this this issue and I'm finally getting different perspectives from other people like you like you are very much twinny with me so we get frustrated the same way at things and be like that's bullshit and like yeah and we both are in this in the hole together like we're 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 soldiers in our yeah. arms right together i'm hearing from these these people who are like these experienced people who've been doing this for 40 years and so i talk, get to talk to them and you're like well here's the perspective that's going to get you out of that hole you and your friend you and anybody around you who is who is facing that which is great i think this is great this is good professional and personal growth it's going to make you a good boss so right and but i'm finding that in addition to making me a good boss it's making me more at peace with my own frustration because yeah. it's just like because it's hard to take it out of the work you know like you bring it home because your yeah. work is home now. But yeah, it's a lot. So as much as I snark on this, because I just think it's funny to be reading it's, self-help books. It is. It's very <laughs> it's <still> helpful. Funny. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, no, it's still funny. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at reading people and realizing a little bit that it's not always Not everybody's me. as good as us. And you know what? That's just, it is what it is. It's not We're always me. I'm just saying. It it's not always, it's not always the crass New Yorker. Maybe you're just an asshole. Like, I'm just saying, I got to figure out how to deal with the asshole. But like, sometimes that's true. It's that's going to be my next book. Not all the time. Sometimes it's you. That's going to be it's the not name of me. my memoirs. It's you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, so uh, to answer your question in short, I am actually better than I usually am because I'm starting to... I feel like I'm starting to grow up in like not the shitty way. You know, when you like grow up and you're like, oh, I don't want to get older. Like, and you like get like really like freaked out about it. I feel like this is the part and you have like more bills and more responsibilities and more anxiety. I feel like this is the part of growing up that everybody said would be fun. Me right now. <laughs> I'm like, but also me right now. <laughs> less than a month. <laughs> also me right now. But that that like the part where you like when you're a teenager, and you're like, man, I wish I was an adult because and everything you say after that is, you know, oh, I get this, you know, freedom and I get blah, blah, blah. I'm starting to like be like, yo, you know, being an adult is actually way fucking better than being a, an 18 year old living in your parents house. I'm just saying, like, I'm starting to yeah. come to grips with that, you know, like maybe it's all right. I got some problems, but at least I'm not there. You know, like it's all good. So this particular week, you caught me on a good week. Things are all right. Next Hell week, yeah. maybe next week won't be as good. But for now, I'm just going to enjoy the fact that, you know, you had a bomb vacation, two vacations in a row. I yes. got to see you. Uh, you know, we're we're planning. We're already making plans to see each other more and all of our friends. I, I You know, I, I got a lot to look forward to, I think. Yes. I think everybody should be thinking about the stuff they have to look forward to and not the stuff that is bothering them. Which is easier yeah. said than done. But like, I don't know, rookies, take a minute to think about stuff that are that's good coming. That you know? Yeah. I think it's a good exercise every once in a while. Just just be like, you know, 
I got some. And good you know stuff what else has been it. going good? Speaking of the rookies. Oh my god! The Discord. The Discord. Where is have you? Off. I, I don't know what t- episode twenty-one did, but for some reason we bullied you all enough to come join the Discord because, like, to us, like five people showed up within the last week or so, yeah. and I'm like. Yeah, and like, Hello. and like, not just like slipped in. They're like people who we've been talking to, people who we've gotten voicemails from, people who are, you know, somebody came in today and said that they listened to like hundreds of other podcasts, that the audio quality on this one and the hour bringing them additional perspectives is is making this one their favorite one. And I'm like, this is a stranger. This is a person who's never talked to us before. Just came in and and just like dropped that bomb on us like that. I was like, that's thank. Like it really kind of shook me in such a positive way. Yeah, so, and we've talked about doing this before, but, you know, I just wanted to say hi to Sierra. I wanted to say hi to Kay Suja and Ray the Nerd. I know that your name oh. is just Ray on Discord, oh but my God. I think that you are Ray the Nerd. Um, and then we have Birdie2004, and then I am so sorry. You were so sweet. This is the person that Mackie was just talking about, that they listen to so many episodes, like different podcasts. Pat Rockless. That's a, that's a noble try. That's a noble try. I, I don't think I can do better um, than that. When you hear this, please correct me. Please tell us how to say that. Um, thank but you. thanks, and welcome to the party. Thank you so much for... I completely 100% forgot that we had talked about doing that. And so thank you so much for for remembering to we want to shout out those people who are coming to join the party. I mean everybody in the Discord is awesome, but we wanted to just start like we need to I think we need to make a bigger deal about your entrance. Entrance yes, music. so we're excited to have you here. That's your entrance music. Listening, we're excited for you to be contributing on the Discord, contributing in the Storybook Daily Mirror. Hey, you guys are like wrestlers. Like you came in like fireworks went off when you came in the room. Like that's Yes. That's the party that we throw. That's that's how we roll. Uh speaking of the story of Daily Mirror, let's let's do um that. <laughs> oh, I was so close. I jumped the gun. Uh Isla had mentioned that we are on uh video. We're back on video for this episode. So if you go to Spotify, ooh, that S really rung into the microphone snow. Uh if you go into to Spotify and you uh watch if you activate or play this podcast you'll see a video will pop up and we're here we're on video woo um i know people were like we didn't do video last time and people noticed they were like i i did i really didn't realize how much people love the video aspect which really makes me happy because it's not easy to produce but i (laughs) I was gonna say it's a lot of work for mackie it's a lot of work but i really thanks for recognizing it (laughs) it makes me happy that the work is worth it people really like appreciate it so yeah i know um anyway the people who are the people uh anyone listening anyone can join the storybook daily mirror or contribute to the storybook daily mirror which is our fake newspaper that you guys contribute to uh and it is how we hear from you and it's our favorite segment and so isla is going to tell you all the different ways that you can contribute Take it away. We have Apple Podcast oh, reviews. No. If you leave us a five-star review on <laughs> Apple Podcast <laughs> and you say nice things, we will read it on the air. <laughs> we also have an email, the svcpod at gmail.com. 
The Instagram is the same name, the SBC pod. Please send us an email. Please send us a direct message. We also have a phone number. If you would like to call in about any of your relationship problems, that phone number is 207-536-8512. We can talk it out on the air together. I will always advise you to dump him. You can send us a text message. You can leave us a voicemail. Talk about the show. Talk about whatever. We're here for you. We also have a Patreon if you feel so inclined to financially put yourself into the show. Patreon.com slash the SBC pod. It's where you can sponsor us. You want to sponsor us. That's it. Thank you. That's the word that I was looking for. I know. I was trying to cover for you. <laughs> Got you. Jeez. So yeah, anyway, there it is. What's, what's, her, what's her name? Danielle? No. Uh, Dyla. Dyla. This is, that was my fault. That's was, that was, that was a conversation we were having off the air. Uh, does anybody remember this or know about this? This like a uh, radio host. It's listen, like a, did anybody listen to Delilah? Delilah, yes. It was like a like a like a help line. You would call into the radio and be like, "My girlfriend never listens to me," and you'd be like, "Well, Thomas, are you? Um, did you give her flowers on her?" But like, she had this weird, like, really soft voice, and she always told them to break up. It was like a big thing. It was like, "Oh, well, maybe it's time to move on." It was always Delilah. Like a, yeah. So I just want to know if anybody else remembers this. I made a reference to it off the air before, and Isla was just on it. So I'm so glad that that was the story for Daily Mirror character today. <laughs> oh man that always makes me laugh uh thank you though that is those are in fact all of the ways to get into the starbuck daily mirrors so we can hear your voice we can just read uh your words via text slash email but yeah anything you want to say you know how to reach us so uh i guess we can we can begin we have our first uh first one is a text message okay I'm looking. Some at, uh, contribution. I'm following the instructions here. I didn't write the notes this week, so <laughs> trying to. Let's see. I hey. did. Wait, so we have a new text message. Which one? Oh, the middle one. What? I'm reading Amanda's text message. Okay, because I couldn't find it. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Brookies. Oh, so okay. from the assignment in the episode, second start of the right, here are my picks for the MLM and the characters who sell oh, them. Yes. Truly, this is one of the best contributions I think we've ever had. Uh, to just to catch everybody up, um, Miranda, it was Miranda, right? Uh, Miranda yes. had asked us uh, which characters on the show ha- are exhibiting girl boss energy and like what would their racket be, right? So we were, we were, we did that. I think it was two weeks ago or three weeks ago. We were matching up characters to their MLM jobs. So, so we we asked everybody to send those in, and which you can still send in. Please send in more because this is amazing and we yes. love it. Um, so for Granny, she thinks that she would sell Cutco. I straight up forgot about Cutco knives, man. Forgot about Cutco, to be Cutco's honest. Cutco's so good. Snow would sell Avon. Completely believe that. I, yes. I said that one, yeah. Ruby, Terra essential oils. I cannot believe I didn't think of essential oils. And this one I'm so mad about because know. it is so perfect. I don't know Terra. I don't think. Yeah, it's like Young Living. She'd be like a crunchy oh, yeah. essential oil girly. Yeah, yes, that's true. Yes, of course. That's true. Um, Ashley would sell Mary Kay, absolutely. And then Sydney, insert life insurance. Which I think here. we Do you yeah. agree. Yes, we agree with all of the above. That's fantastic. Thank you. For, yeah, thank you very much, Amanda. Those are, I love how much from the assignment in the episode. I love that we give homework. Loved it. Thank you so much, Amanda. These were perfect. The, there's also so many MLMs. Jeez. There really, there really are. Uh, all right. So that was Amanda's. Let's see what else we have. Oh, that's right. We have Lucas voicemails. Yes. We got to catch up on those. So that's, this is fantastic. All right. So um, 
we didn't actually decide how we were going to handle this. We're going to play them as best we can because remember we have a little bit of an audio issue in the middle. Yeah, I didn't remember until just now. I forgot about but yeah. that. But I think the first one should be clear. For some reason... We're going to be the, real organic here yeah, and the, just be completely transparent. I think and... something was just going on with the microphone on the on the second two, so it was a little bit hard to understand you, Lucas. But I think the first one we should be able to. So let's start with that, and if it gets wonky in the middle, we'll just bail out. But we want to hear all of Lucas's words, so let's let's go for it. All right. This is Lucas. Um, I have a lot of things to say. And the first couple of them are answers to the questions you asked me, but I'm going to skip ahead quickly because I need you guys to know you were driving me crazy. In the Evil Queen episode, like, in the Enchanted Forest, Regina was not the old hag. She already did that in Hat Trick. She was just a peasant. She, she was just like, to blend in. So she kind of fit in with Snow White. They were about the same age, and they, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Lucas, yeah. did you drop your phone? Back to <laughs> other stuff. Oh, quickly. Just um, on or something. I think that my white punching Geppetto is totally valid, and I think that Emma being like Mary Margaret, he's apologizing. Like, no, shut up. Um, I think that not even the black is missing his heart or in her heart. Like, I know he was apologizing, it was a good apology, but, like, that's not something you could just, like, oh, yeah, I can give you. Okay, anyway, now. Agree. So, I'm trying to get you through guys this. Asked me, um, These are good points. I'm, try, I'm trying to, like, get it. My generation would call, like, the wife beater shirt. Wife beaters. Um, Talked about wife beaters. I mean, when you said wife beater, I pictured what it was, but I'd probably say that we call it, like, a muscle shirt. A muscle shirt. So, like, I'm going to pause it really quick. You know. Because... When I heard this the first time, I was like, yeah, he's right. Muscle shirt. But muscle shirts are actually cut different because muscle shirts yeah. are cut out so that more and of your arms loose. are out. Yeah. They're loose and they come here. They're for GTL bros. Or that. Well, yeah. Well, there was the tight one that was like short in the middle, right? And then it came like out. Yeah. But, but it actually curves out. But you're right. The muscle shirts are the muscle shirts are literally just sleeveless. They're not tanks. They're just with the sleeves like cut completely out. Yes. So I so while you're right, Lucas, muscle shirts would qualify as that type, but like the shirts we're talking about are definitely like the skinny tank. I always think wife beater, but I never say it out loud it's, because I know uh, I'm not supposed to say I, it out loud. I still you know just what I mean? can't believe I used to say it so casually. <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, I don't know. I it's a wife beater. Yeah, it's a white a white wife beater. Like you say it like like it's a, like actually the name of a piece of clothing. It's just a weird. Yes. No. Yes. It's, it's so just weird. like a turtleneck. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I just say, oh my god, yeah, that. No. It's not okay. And at then all. I end up being really awkward. I'm like, oh, you know, like those like And you yeah, you like hold your I'm tongue. like, you know, like a boy camisole. Um <laughs> a boy, yeah, that's true. That's kind of all right, let's let's keep going. <laughs> okay. Um I my school does have a school newspaper. School newspaper um, for the win. It's like once every turn. It's very much not common to see. But we do have a school newspaper, so I you know how newspapers work. I mean, no in general. But, um, I feel like I'm at a really weird age where I'm not at the age where I grew up with all this technology, but like I kind of did. So with a weird mix where like I want to be like 
Look at that iPod. That's old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we um, just can we just say that Lucas is our like adopted okay. little brother? <laughs> yes. Like, right. That is what I consider him. Right. I hate the idea. Just like our little bro. That there's any version of Belle that likes Rumpelstiltskin being evil. I mean, yeah, I know he's cursed. Like he's her curse identity. Yep, yep, yep. But like even like with the character Grumpy, he's still like an annoyed character during the curse. Like he does personality traits like that. I refuse to believe that that would be how she reacts. Agree. There's one thing all Berkies agree on is that fuck Lacey. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I was making the little brother comment because. You know how little brothers come in and it's like, you're stupid. And we'd be like, shut up. <laughs> like, I feel like it's a little bit of the relationship we have with Lucas who calls and goes, you guys are driving me crazy. This thing, you got forgot about this thing. And I'm listening to that whole thing about the old hack. And I was like, God damn, he's right. I know. <laughs> totally 100% But he is right. right. I forgot. Now that I frame it as like, she's just fitting in with the town yes I'm which like, means she would be snow white's uh, age they would be she she would be all of their ages right whoever I'm this like, random girl oh she can be in. pretty <laughs> right it's okay yeah like she didn't have to be <laughs> we wasted so much time we talking really shit did. about this lucas i apologize you're you are totally 100 right you're 100 right little bro for the win uh <laughs> that's that's fantastic um points valid points all around i think points um, were made there are there is there's more here. This one Google finally uh tried to pick up the transcription here wildly incorrectly. Well, most of it. But um we'll we'll continue on with with thoughts and see if we can pluck these out. I'll see if I can like skip forward as we go. Okay. Yeah, the his burger thing, him ordering her burger, I think it was just kind of in, in my head it was out of habit. I mean when she is like trying to like beginning of season two stuff, he asks Rumble to go out with her. She's like, "Have you ever tried a burger?" And he's like, "Yes." And she's like, "Oh, well, I haven't." So it's like a thing in his head. He's like, "Oh, I'm with Belle." But you know, except it's not bad. I think he's talking about the ordering the stuff at um, the restaurant. Also, you asked this, and then it was answered later in the episode. Um, at least no White knows about the shape shifting because she knows that Regina shape-shifted into that peasant, not the hag, the peasant. Oh, shoot! Uh, yep. So, That's true. Yeah, it's a known thing. That's um, true. Hold up. Why didn't we pick that up? That's true. Snow yeah. White of the Enchanted Forest would have known that, oh, no, because she said she doesn't know how, but you're her. And then she said yes. So she doesn't know that it was via shape-shifting. She just knows that somehow Regina's, it could have been possession, it could have been... <laughs> Some, right, kind, some uh, other piece yeah, of I magic, guess. you know what I mean? I mean, why wouldn't yeah. you think shapeshifting first? That's kind of the obvious one, right? Right. That's what I would assume. But but it's not like she shapeshifted in front of Snow. No. I don't, right? Because she just ran away. So, so partial credit. <laughs> that's, part, that's partly true. But I mean, that's a valid point, though. At least Snow would have known Regina has not looked like Regina before, even if she didn't think shapeshifting specifically. She would have at least had the experience that, oh, I've seen Regina not be in Regina's skin before. Yes. At the very least. So I feel like the Regina and Henry scene, I really like that scene. I think that was very much her trying to kind of do the right thing. In the sense of she knew that Henry would be so upset with her if she just did it. And so she tried to like 
ask and make it like kind of frame it oh. in a better way. Yeah. While also kind of using him as a soundboard kind of thing. Telling him he that she's going to blow up the town. Not agree with her, and so she like she's not married. Um. I would kind of strongly disagree with all your opinions. I was getting really passionate. I'm going to be real with you. I've been locked in my room for the past day and a half, so that's probably part of it. Um, I feel like we need to look at this episode in two different chunks. The Enchanted Forest and Storage. Yeah, usually which the storylines go together more. Usually, usually it's better. But this one, like, I remember the Enchanted Forest storyline so well. It is one of my favorite episodes. I uh-huh. cannot tell you what the Storybrook storyline was in that episode until listening to this. Like, I hate that they're together. Um, <laughs> I feel like I really hate the episode. I just, the episode, I just split it. I can change it for it. Four or five stars and Storybrook, um, two stars. Only because I really like, uh, I'm not hungry in here. Like, I feel like, yeah. Um, Okay, Swiftly, I am so excited for next season with, I mean, you already said, Neverland. I love Peter Pan, not the, like, original Disney movies, that one's boring and racist. I just, I, I love, I love that, the musical running Neverland. I love the West Island season. Neverland, it's just one of my favorite things. And it, season three is my favorite season. Um, uh, okay. Sorry. Continuing. <laughs> oh, so like Dragon Tamara, I feel like they're not good villains at all. I feel, they're just kind of boring. They're there to finish off the season mm-hmm. because it's mainly uh, Regina being outcast and after Cora dies and doesn't know how to handle it. But they have to have like a bad guy, so they have a bad yeah. guy. Or do they? In Kanto. Okay. Do they have um, to have a bad guy? The season, usually the seasons in one time time, all but season one, are kind of split in half of one storyline for the first half and then another for the other one. So, I know Matthew mentioned that for season three, but that's in all of them. Okay, and speaking of that, Matthew, you implied that we have to get through the first chunk of season three to get to the worthwhile villain. Um, excuse you, the first half of season three has an amazing villain. I, how See, dare you? I told you. Okay. <laughs> it's our relationship with Lucas. And it's hilarious. Totally off topic. <laughs> you guys have a P.O. box, because I made you guys something, but I can't just, like, send it in the Discord. So, yeah. Um, anyway, I... I'm very passionate because uh, I've been yeah, I forgot people can't see us sometimes. Board to like take everything I say with a grain of salt, maybe a little, but um, no, yeah. I need to I talk mean, about I stand this. by everything I said, but yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry about that. Stay gold, stay on Okay, so. <laughs> First of all, I have something to say. Amazing. And th- this is why I preface that with just in case people don't understand our relationship with Lucas. <laughs> Lucas is a, is is the little brother who comes in and punches you in the side and runs away. Like like for us. So so we don't take this as like Lucas is not attacking us. This is just a thing we've done oh, the God, whole time. No. Like this like I cuz cuz honestly, a lot of good points and he's right and like me implying like I, <laughs> I know what he's talking about, but I still 
we, we should look well it's okay we'll talk about it we'll talk about it i i like the banter it's it's because it's really healthy yeah and you know what i really love about lucas's contribution to starbucks circus as a whole is that because and this isn't like oh my god you're so young this is when you are 17 18 years old everything is matter of fact Yes. It is set. You know what I mean? And you lose that as you get older. And I think that that's kind of sad. And it's not my way or the highway. It's you stick to your guns when you're a teenager because Mm -hmm. you are invincible. And I really do miss that part of myself because you lose it eventually. You know, you kind of get wishy-washy. You know, you, you know, you start compromising more. And that's a good thing, you know, that it comes with getting older. You do have to compromise and stuff. But I just love that Lucas shows up here unapologetic every single time states what he wants to say and he stands by it if you don't agree with him he's not mad about it he just says all right or and like that, i disagree and i'm passionate about it but then moves on yeah i do really appreciate yes that. and that is what i appreciate about lucas thinking that we are cool enough to include him in his life because yeah. having a teenager's approval is a truly super important for anybody over the age of uh 22. <laughs> I constantly am striving to think for my sister-in-law to think that I'm cool. She will never think that I'm cool. Never. Yeah. I, she yeah. thought I was cool when I first met her when she was nine years old and she used to run into where I work and she would go and then she would run Aww. away. She would never say anything. I didn't talk to my sister-in-law for like the first six months that I knew her because she was so shy. Now she's like rolls her eyes. Anything I say. And so I'm just constantly looking for teenage validation. So thank you, Lucas. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> we, I do feel very validated in these. Even even in this that looks like an attack of like disagreeing it's with not. my... It, to this me, is what we ask for. I love it so much. Well, in moderation. Lucas oh, has a pass. You know what, what I'm I saying? Mean, this is kind of what I mean. What I mean about this is I never wanted to do this podcast for everyone to agree with us. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Absolutely. Yes, because you respect. get that a lot, um, <laughs> and like other podcasts, other like avenues of social media, yeah. people like really try to just have people around them that they just all think the same, and it's all one formula. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to agree on basic levels, you know. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Which I think we do with all of our Storybook Circus is truly about what everyone loves about the show in their own way, and it's different. Yeah, it's a little bit divisive. Like some people are really love. Like I know people who love the type of evil that Cora is, and while yeah. I respect it, I'm not like, ooh, I really like you know this. Or, or frankly, there's just people who are. Very, very pro-villain. You know what I mean? They love the yeah. Kylos. They love the Vaders. They love the, you know, they they love the bad guys because they're so edgy and dark and right. And and the fact that they're doing bad things don't bother them. In fact, it kind of enhances, right? There's a little bit of that versus the people who, in the choice, always choose the Rebel Alliance in Star Wars because they can't handle being yeah. a bad guy. Me. Because um, <laughs> they can't handle, like, the weight of that. Um, there are people like that, you know, and I think both sides of that same coin are what make that whole. So you have to have both represented or else what are we doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. We just come to have a party so that all of us can just be like, oh, my God, this is this amazing. Yes, this is amazing. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. Over and over again. in just a but big like circle. I said, there is one thing that I think every single one of us agrees on, and that is Fuck Lacey, Lacey yeah, yeah. sucks. <laughs> Lacey's the absolute <laughs> worst character ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if we like recast Lacey to someone cool. I was like one of the only people I think could really make Lacey cool, Zendaya. That's the only person I think could maybe because she has so much swag that she'd be able to put into that. Zendaya is like 
Oh, she's too cool. For she me. is like the queen of all queens. She is I the next would, Beyonce. I would have to like put yeah. my. Mm, that's a controversial topic for me. No, but, I think she's the acting version of that uh, presence. Like what Beyonce I don't did to know music. Zendaya, and I respect her on like a, a ridiculous level. Me too. Like I'm like, oh my I gosh. Like, I would have to like look away if she was ever in a room. I'd feel bad. I'd be like, oh my yeah. gosh, please don't waste your time. Right. Like, don't look directly <laughs> into her eyes. Right. <laughs> I agree. Out of respect, not even out of fear, out of respect. No, <laughs> yes, know? it is. Oh, my gosh. I know. Mm. I really, I hold her on a really high pedestal because there are certain, when you watch Disney, Disney Channel people, especially kids, right? There are certain of them that are not performing for the producer, if you know what I'm saying. You know, they're doing way too much because they love their jobs and they're like, oh, really obnoxious kids. Someone like Selena Gomez, perfect example. Ends in day, I think, falls into this category, too. Wizards of Waverly Place, everybody on that show is cheesing it up. And Selena Gomez is Selena Gomez. That's that's what she is really like. And she's really good at riding that line, which is a very a thing you don't learn until you're older, like as an actor. And Zendaya is the same thing. What what show is that on where she's like a secret agent or something? She was like her whole family are all spies and they all have superpowers or some shit. And she has. To oh, my like, gosh. I'm not sure. Is that her Disney Channel? show? That's her Disney Channel show. Yeah. I don't remember. Let me see if I can find it. Disney Chain. It's going to bring up like four. Uh, Casey Undercover is what it's called. Oh, okay. Casey Undercover. So her, yeah, her, she's a high school student and she is like a normal teenager, except for the fact that her parents are both spies in some super secret okay, government. Okay, Hannah Montana. And then, Got yeah, it. And then the, she has two younger siblings. And so it's the three kids and the, I think it's two, three kids and the parents and they're like a spy family. Which is, so, and, the, and the guy for those of you over 30... <laughs> The guy who plays her dad is Kadeem Harrison, and if anyone uh, from the you know watch the old like Cosby Show, Different Strokes, Kadeem Harrison was the main dude on Different Strokes. Oh, not Different Strokes. I'm oh. oh, sorry. Um, A Different World. A Different World was the spinoff from Cosby Show, where Denise, his daughter, goes to Hillman College. He goes to she goes to college. Different World is all about the the like black kids college experience in like oh, a, in like okay. a college that cool. has like fraternities and sororities and there's a lot of pleasure yeah. and there's a lot of all that stuff it was like a predominantly high intellectual black school you know and so all these amazing actors and actresses were on that show sinbad was started on that show originally um the, the comedian and Kadeem and Harrison and that's Zendaya's dad in the show. Kid, yeah, her dad, yeah. Kadeem Harrison played Dwayne Wayne, who very famously made this. He made this famous: the glasses. He he wore glasses, normal glasses, glasses that clip onto your glasses that were sunglasses that flipped up. Ooh, he is yes. the one who made that famous. That was his sig- his signature look in all of college was his normal glasses on with sunglasses like this flipped up. I love that. But he never flipped them down. I never saw him with them flipped down. That was just the look. <laughs> it was just this all the time. And his flat brim hat was was flipped up like that. He's the one that made that like a thing. This is this oh is my like gosh. late 80s. This is this is kind of the air that created Fresh Prince. Like that whole yeah. thing, black culture and that richer culture and you know um yes that this is this was kind of before that but seeing him come back and he's like old now like all the rest of us right <laughs> and him playing someone's dad on a disney channel show i was like oh shoot Dwayne wayne <laughs> that's amazing love that <laughs> it's like my childhood uh i can't wait miranda's definitely gonna comment on that i guarantee it <laughs> there's a few people i know are gonna be like yes i watched that <laughs> yes I, I love it i love when i because i need the validation too because i'm not that old we're not old guys none of us but somehow the weird pre-social media makes you feel like a dinosaur like before the internet and you're like oh 
feels like 60 years ago. Like it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. It's okay. I know. Pre-internet days just feel like a whole lifetime ago. Anyway, thank you, Lucas. Thank you, Lucas. Thank you. Great points. I'm sorry that your audio sounded so crazy. I, I, I want to make sure we figure that out for next time because I want everyone to hear your voice in its glory. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, great points all around. And uh, sorry, not sorry. I stand by what I said uh, because the person you're talking about falls just underneath some of the people who are coming. So. Just a little bit. If, Here if, we go. If I'm thinking about who you're thinking about, I, I, you're right on the storyline point and how it grows, but the actual villain, I think there are. Anyway, we'll get there. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, next up, we have a Tanneran voicemail. We love Tanneran so much. It is a very, uh, it's, a, it's a good day at Storybook Circus headquarters when uh, when Tanner and calls. So let's see what she has to say. Hi, and guys. It is Tanner Rand from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. That was my really good uh, audio. Thank you. Um, so I'm listening, and y'all are talking about, like, the MLM vibes, and I'm, like, tackling my car because I'm really into makeup. Uh, have been since I was yee to a grasshopper. Um, but so <laughs> the people in my life, uh, but like a major pillar in my life in high school, she started selling Mary Kay. And when I turned 18, she was like, oh my God, Taryn, you'd be so good at this. You've already asked to make a device. Anyway, it's like, you should sell Mary Kay. This is without having done, used any of these products in my life. I was about to go away to college. My mom was like, this is such a smart idea, Taryn. You'd be so great for this. Like, oh my God, you need to do it. So my little 18-year-old bus signed up to sell Mary Kay never using these products before and all my friends are like oh my gosh you sell Mary Kay oh my gosh and so I host like one of these parties um and it was so, I, was, I was so mad I was literally so mad because you have to sell for so much you have to buy so much product I remember I had to open up a credit card with them and um I had to buy like $200 worth of products every month it was so stupid and no offense to anybody who loves Mary Kay but it was just not my jam I did not like it and then I was like trying to basically lie to my friends to get them to buy it because I needed to get it off my hands. It was it was a catastrophe. Literally so upset. Um, so I obviously don't sell it anymore. But um, now we're talking about who you thought would like get into that. I don't think they would be part of the MLM, but I think they would host a party. I think Red would host one of those sex parties. You know what I'm saying? Where they come and they show you all the toys. You know what I'm saying? I know this is a little X-rated for this podcast, but I just I just see her inviting everyone over for like a little quote-unquote girls night it's all like the fairy tale characters and then like some oh. um oh, no. stereotypes are alive and well in storybrook and she would be like showing them all the toys while red is like yes we love that a progressive queen and like everybody else is like kind of like oh my god i can't believe this and mary margaret's just like perusing all like coy but yes. like in actuality she's like getting all the weird stuff um <laughs> yeah also not just like not to like nothing's weird what you like but you know tell me tell me you couldn't see red hosting one of those kind of parties everyone's like drinking wine i'm just saying (laughs) that's that's where i'm at okay this kind of got rambling um hope you are all having a great time um if you know any teachers send them some love because we are so understaffed everywhere and no one wants to be subbed because it's part so if you have a teacher in life in your life uh Send them some love. Send them some positive vibes because we we need them. We need them so much. Okay. 
That's it. I'm going to go now before I say anything weird. Oh, okay. good, yeah. Yeah, go Bye. before you say anything weird, Tanner. <laughs> okay, but why did I forget about those parties? Yeah, because I think we all collectively erased them from our consciousness why as, did as a society. Why did all of our moms go to those? Oh, what gross. was that? <laughs> I want to so die now. Tanneran, how dare you? No, but for real, Ruby really would totally be doing those ABC parties. You're I'm completely correct. That caught me so by surprise. I was reading the transcription as we were going, which obviously gets every third word wrong. So I'm trying to like put it together. And I'm like, where is this going? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. But she's right. <laughs> she's so right. Of course. She's so right. And you know who would be there? We'd all be, we'd all be like, uh, it would be Granny. And we'd be like, and I think it would be like Red being like, Granny, you can't be here right now. <laughs> like, no, Granny would be like, where's the order form? And everyone yeah. would be like. Oh, yeah, and everybody would, like, want to, like, leave the room. And Mary quickly. Margaret would not move from her chair, but her eyes would be all over the <laughs> entire room, just like she said. I can see it now. This was clear as day. I can't believe I tuned it out of my brain. Oh, my God. That is probably, hands down, my favorite voicemail we've ever gotten. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if I had water in my mouth, I would have done a spit take on camera. <laughs> That's how, in my gut, that literally, I'm not performing. That really got me. That's Ruby, the progressive queen. Hilarious. Oh my God. I w- see, that's the kind of thing that you would like. That's like, you know, you ever seen those animated shorts of comedians' actual stand up, but somebody put cartoons to it? That's what I yeah. pictured as she was saying this. Somebody just. I could wa- I saw the whole thing. Very in my vivid head. storytelling tenor. <laughs> oh, man. That was, Incredible contribution. That was really great. I'm going to give you another round of applause because that was really great. That was and really yes, great. Hug a teacher. Oh. From afar. Oh, we also have to give another shout out to Miranda for coming up with probably the the highest uh, rate contrib- like contribution rate we've had on an assignment at SPC. So thank you, Miranda. That was that's pretty incredible. All right, let's move on. <laughs> we have a, we have a show to do here. Uh, we have emails. Where's my email yes. button? Where's the thing? Here it is. Uh, we have some emails to catch up on. We're going to do Leo first. Yep. All right. It says, uh, extra, extra, this just in. That's what the subject is. Isla and Mackie and fellow Brookies. I wasn't sure where to post this in the discard or just email it as newsworthy. Oh, oh boy. Get ready for this. So <clears throat> here's some news for us fans of the of Beauty and the Beast live action and Once Upon a Time. Deadline reports that... Maybe Dateline? Deadline? Is Deadline a thing? I think you mean Dateline. Probably Dateline. Uh, reports that there is a prequel series coming to Disney Plus about Gaston and LeFou. I thought I heard yes, that being I did kicked around that. during like D23 or something, right? Yep. All right, let's see. Uh, this is a quote, it looks like, from... I guess whatever the announcement is from from Deadline. Uh, The eight-episode limited musical series, nice, a prequel to the 2017 live-action film was developed and written by Josh Gad, apparently. Uh, And Once Upon a Time creators, Edward and Adam Kitsis, Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz with the trio serving as executive producers slash co-showrunners. Tony Award-nominated director Leslie Tom... Liesel Tommy, I don't know how it is. Uh, Respect and Eclipse. Acute executive producers and directs the pilot. That's, wow, that's great news. I this is really exciting. I'm excited for that. It says it's set in the iconic 
Kingdom of Beauty and the Beast years before the Beast and Belle epic romance. The series will follow Gaston and LeFou as they set off with LeFou's stepsister, Tilly. Uh, Middleton? As in Tom Middleton? Okay. After a surprising revelation hmm. from her past comes to light, sending the family, sorry, sending the unlikely trio off on an unexpected journey filled with romance, comedy, and adventure. While the mysteries of the past are uncovered and the dangers of the present grow, old friends and new enemies reveal that this familiar kingdom harbors many secrets. So does that also mean that it would have been years before the beast was beast and when he was actually prince? I wonder. And a dick, according to this witch, who didn't? Who was like, hey, you're not letting a stranger into your house? I'm going to curse you. Fuck off. Okay, he was a dick. Was he? That was the witch's story. That was from the witch's point of view. No, <laughs> that's what like, all the people in the house said, too. Oh, they did. You're right. Okay. No, you're right. You're right. I'll buy that. Um, I can't even act half as well. Oh, God. Okay. He also, <laughs> Leo also put uh, a clip, the clip that he sent us that we lost in the Discord uh, of Bailey Madison in that movie, Brothers. And he said, I can't even act half as well as she did right there in that scene and with some great actors next to her. I'm going to click this button. I don't even know what it's going to do, but I'm going to click it because I want I want to hear it. All right, there's an ad playing, so uh, we'll wait for this. Ad for the largest wine producer in the country, apparently, I guess. Oh, no, this is a show. That was just a line from an actor. Promised Land. Promised Land on ABC. Okay. No, thanks. (laughs) So what do you do? Natalie Portman, Jake Gyllenhaal. Is that the arch nemesis, Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, my God, Tobey Maguire. That's not Bailey Madison. Oh, I, like I remember it. this movie. What is this? It's about um, they're in the, like, the mili- I think it's a military movie. Oh, here we go. She got the best doll. It's her birthday, honey. I didn't get anything that I wanted in my birthday. And you were in stupid Afghanistan. Soldier. Yep. Damn. Nursing. That's How's heavy. Nursing been for I have goosebumps. It's been a challenge. This is incredible. <clears throat> this movie's that heavy. father actually encouraged me. Where'd you grow up, Tina? Um, <laughs> She's rolling her eyes and stuff. Really like, so, she just pulled a balloon out of the air. That, though. I'm living at home right now, which it's is kind p- of my home because nobody else pop. is really there mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, Toby Maguire looks crazy. Yeah, he's messed up. Oh my god, this is hilarious. She's just like rubbing the balloon. I have another year to go. Hopefully, my grades will turn this into our guest already. That's hilarious. So you're in eight hour shifts, 12 hours. Now I am praying. Just so boring. Who cares? She's trolling this full grown adult. I don't know how anyone does it. How does she do it? Isabel. It's me at every party. <laughs> what what got you into it? I She's cold face staring at everyone. Oh, no yeah. expression. <laughs> just rubbing this fucking balloon. Alright, so Toby Bar snapped. Stay dead? Ooh. Isabel. You're just mad because mom would rather sleep with Uncle Tommy than you. Isabel! Why would you say that? Mom and Uncle Tommy are things all the time. Enough! Oh my god. That's heavy for a kid, man. Jake Gyllenhaal's also really great at that stone face. You know what I mean? He's a piece of shit. Wow. 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 Thank you, Leo. Thank you for that. I know we kind of hijacked 
the story of Daily Mirror to watch that random clip that I just clicked on. But that I forgot about that movie. I've never seen that. That looks nuts. I don't. Uh, you need to be in the right frame of mind to be able to watch that and not yeah. have a bad day. <laughs> That's like a really... lone survivor type deal. Yeah, which are especially yeah those those that soldier stuff, man. Is that. If it's done right, it will tear you to pieces because that's what yeah. happens to our military, which is a whole different thing. But man, thank you, Leo, for that because you're right. Yeah, she uh, with those high level actors, like she, you could feel that. Tension. Those are names that you just put their face up, and everyone in the room knows who it is. Yeah, and she's just going tit for tat with them in those. Scene. Yeah. Yeah, and like screaming in a way that feels believable, and like that anger and energy, having and like, a very adult anger towards very something. Adult, very adult. I, wow. Bailey Madison really does not get enough credit, in my opinion, no. in general, because everything I've also seen, because I've seen her like Instagram and stuff and her social media, and she's very, what you would imagine, she's a very bubbly, like normal, like teenage, post-teenage girl, right? She's, I think, she's, whatever, she's 20 or 21 or something like that, I think we found out. Um, and she's very, you know, like, she's like a party party girl, she's like doing TikToks and doing whatever. And you, man, you see clips of her, and she does a lot of drama. And even when she does comedy, she plays these very kind of serious characters. She's not a goofball. You know, she is kind of in real life. But like every single clip I see of her She's acting, just so talented. It's, it's so like you stop what you're doing and you like what? You know when Jennifer Hudson gets up to sing and you like don't want to miss yeah. a single second because you're like she's going to do she's. You know, like it's, some shit's going to happen. You know, you yeah. watch Bailey Madison like that. There's a few people in 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 Hollywood that. I think, you know, you always think actors and actresses like, oh, the best ones make you forget their acting. I'm like, no, the yes. best ones make me realize that they're out acting everyone in the room because there's like, yeah, there's like you forget that that it's acting and it's like a real life thing. And then there's like you get it's in this meta way. You get so hyper aware that it's acting. And how can you actually be this realistic when it's at, like it goes over the top? Of the like normal casual, put like yourself a, in a literal new person. Like you made yeah, a new yes. person. Yeah, like George Clooney, somebody who's like, yeah. If you met him on the street, you'd expect him to be like his characters. I don't expect Bailey Madison to be like that. So yeah. when I see that kind of really heavy stuff, I'm just like, it, it hits harder. I feel like because you're like, mm-hmm. well, that's like extra performance and cro- something like Twelve Years a Slave, like really extreme situations where you, yeah. you have to like reach way beyond like, oh, I'm normal. Like, no, this is these are ex- extreme circumstances, you know, like a Django. You're Unchained. doing crazy like, stuff, you know, like Leonardo DiCaprio slamming his hand on the glass and bleeding in real life. And like all that's the stuff that's like that's way above. Oh, he's so realistic. <laughs> like, no, no, no. This is this is something more than that. Man, yeah. Leo just gives us the greatest, like, he's like our, like, guy in the... He's a heavy hitter. He's like our guy in the chair, you know? He's like the guy yeah. who, like, looks on the internet for the things that we need. He's yeah. Like, he's our backup. Thanks, Leo. Um, last one. Email from... <gasps> from Danielle. Danielle. Do you want to do this one? Yes. There you go. Hi, Isla and Mackie. Danielle here, a.k.a. Main Street Danielle on Instagram. Woo! I am in the middle of listening to Second Start of the Right episode, and I had to pause mid-episode to write this email. Oh, I love when people tell us that. <laughs> the MLM, MLM character discussion had me literally cackling out loud in my car on the way to work. The accuracy, you're totally right. Ashley slash Cinderella would totally be involved. I could see her as a Row girl. Oh. And Dr. Whale would absolutely be running some sort of shifty weight loss MLM in the background of his medical practice. <laughs> like one of those waist trainer bands or weight loss pills. Kinda he nasty. Kind of herbal Yeah. <laughs> I like this that. led me to the next obvious train of thought which lost characters would participate in MLM this this email made me so excited because oh my god I've already read this but anyway 
I love it. Oh, this is going to get so good. This MLM thing is going to go a whole season. I love it. To the novice lost viewer, the obvious answer would be Sawyer due to his background and cons. But no, I actually think he would look down on MLMs completely. Yeah, because they're lame. Yeah, they're lame. Easy way to con people. He's way too good for that. However, I totally think Libby, spoiler alert, rip, pour one out for one of our homies, would be a Dutara essential oils girl. She totally got that hippie essential oils vibe going on. She does. As for naming the mistakes and corrections section, two ideas came to mind, but also they might be super dumb, so feel free to just hate them. No. Both are more focused on the fact that a mistake was made, not that it was corrected, but I'm just not clever enough to stop. No, we're not doing this. No, stop that. Self-deprecation is not accepted on the show. We love you and you're awesome. She's like, I can't come up with something as cool as a primary. Stop that, Danielle. Anyway, so her thoughts are the Storybrooke Daily Error, which I kind of really like. I like that. And then Once Upon a Crime. Okay, hold on. I really like that one. Once Upon a Crime. I like it. So we have our first two entries for yes. the votes on our our Correction SBC section. Prime Corrective. Uh, I, I like it so far. I'd love to add to it so that we can yep. have a little bit more of a, you know, stuff to cut it on. But so far, once I want to cry, feels good. I As would- always, love you. Love the podcast. Love this crazy show we're all obsessed with. <laughs> Fingers crossed for some five-star episodes to come and for Lacey to get the fuck out. Oh, stay gold. Yes. Stay rumble. Danielle. Great. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for that. I lo- okay, wait. So what which which of the lost characters? What what are what are your contributions to that? Okay, so um I agree Sawyer would not sell MLM. A hundred percent. He would he first of all, that kind of MLM stuff is for people who don't know how to con. That's because yes. that's the only way they can. And Tom and Tom and so is Tom. Sawyer is a professional con man, so that's literally like you know, that's like that's like giving tracing paper to yeah. a hand illustration artist. They already know how to do that. I think Sun would get suckered into an MLM if she actually made it to America. I think Sun would be the creator of an MLM. You like for- she would come to America. Do you remember how smart that bitch is, though? Remember when she I know like, she's super smart, could, but like, I think she would want to fit in oh. with the American people when she would get here. And the first friend on the oh. street would be like, oh, my gosh, come to my Tupperware party. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And she'd be like. I mean, okay, I have to practice my English anyway. Um, oh, you mean like she when, would do it. when she first came here, like in the flashbacks, you mean? Not post. Like if she actually made it oh, to America. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah, because she would. Because I think the 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 son that we know post all the things that we watched is powerful. That she's to a completely son. different yeah. son. Yes, but, you're but talking no, the about son. Like, yeah. If she didn't go to the island, if she actually did run away. Oh. I think she would come to America and she would get suckered in. That was one. a little like flash sideways kind of business you just yeah. did. I like it. Um, I th- Okay. Yeah. I think. Uh, and Hurley would also be suckered into doing one oh, on Hurley accident. By the business. Yeah. Because he wants to be nice. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. What do you think yeah. of like a, like an, like, I feel like Echo would have gotten into like a something or something naturey. Right. Yes. He could like, also be an essential, essential oil daddy. Oils for sure. Um, yep. I feel like. I mean, I'm sorry to say, but I feel like Claire for the same reason. Claire, dumb. I'm sorry. She's a she's a Claire would join every MLM. She would join. She would be proud of the fact that of how many she had. Like they were like Cub Scout badges. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think that Jack would ever join an MLM, but I think that he would. um, definitely always buy the school fundraiser MLMs, which I know that's like not really an MLM, but I do consider it one, like a butter braid or a Girl Scout cookie or a cookie dough. Yeah, Jack would 
always he would consider that that his charity yes interesting he would think him better of himself if he did that he'd be like well i bought my third three boxes of girl scout cookies for the year so and he would never eat them because he is too good for that he would put them in the freezer and he would never touch them uh do you think ben would I feel like he would always tell people no, but he would have one like in secret on the side. <laughs> you know like he mean? has it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would like he would do it in the basement. You know what I mean? Like, but he he strikes me as, and but he would talk shit about it like in in public. He'd be like, I would never yeah. do that. And yeah. then he would like have like a secret. and it would be something weird like Lularoe. Like he'd be selling oh, yeah, women's oh leggings, <laughs> like leggings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, this is we can go on all day about this. this is I great. will dive honestly, this MLM conversation is something that I am very passionate about. Not all MLM I don't think that they're all evil, they're but the weight loss ones are, and I feel very strongly about they're them. Funny to make fun and of them. I'm so sorry, but I will fight anyone on the weight loss ones. I really hate it. But um I could dedicate an entire episode to stuff like this because I think that it is so fun. I agree. I really agree. Maybe we'll make it some bonus bonus content or something. Yeah, because that sounds fun. It really is. Oh my god. This is you guys are you guys are coming up with more content for this show than we are, which I really appreciate. <laughs> Where are we? We're we're an hour into our pre-show. We haven't even gotten to the pre-show pre-show. Uh but we'll do it now. Thank you for your story, bro. <laughs> I don't know how to do transitions. I just talk until something clicks. Uh thank you for that your works, contributions. Though. Speaking of the pre-show. Yeah, the pre-show. So we close out our Storybook Daily Mirror. Thank you to everyone who contributed. That was that was a, real, a nice hefty one. I love when we get get the nice uh, front loaded uh, show there. So to get into our show pre show, we're gonna blaze through this and just jump right into the show here because there's yeah. not there's not a ton, and I think we, we should get to watching. Um, so it's episode twenty two, obviously season finale. Uh, straight on till morning and straight on till morning. In fact, is the title, which is a continuation of last week's episode, which was called Second Star to the Right. Which I is, love these, which is great. Because the beginning of the season started with our We Are Broken. We Are Both Broken joke. I was, love when TV shows do these. I when they start it. a phrase for an episode and then they do another episode of oh, the second half of the phrase. I love Gossip that. Girl does it sometimes. Oh, it's fantastic. It's just so satisfying. The character backstory here is uh, Bay and Hook. So as the end, at the end of the second start of the right, we see Bay ends up in the water. I don't remember how. How does he end up in the water? Oh, because he for some reason thought he was not going to neverland and when they're almost at neverland he's like where are we going and i'm like oh yeah and you're not taking me there like where did you think this shadowy creature who (laughs) fell into the water and hook picked him up that's right so hook picked him up onto the ship and he's like you're on the jolly roger and i'm captain hook so that's that's where we ended uh this aired on may 12th 2013 and it's written by adam and edward uh because it's the season finale obviously so they're gonna get first dibs on the most important ones so Hopefully it won't suck. Uh, the directed by credit is to Dean White, a favorite of ours we haven't seen in Deanie, a little bit. I know. He's our Josh and Guinea good, right? Yeah, he's our he's our snow and charming. Typically was our at least in the season one, was kind of did a lot of their heavy episodes. We haven't seen him in a while. So and this is like primarily gonna be a Bay Hook thing, and um Storybrooke is gonna be like the penultimate from you know all the greg tamara and all that other stuff so it'll be interesting to see how dean white affects that and if now that we kind of know his fingerprint and his style and his pace i wonder if we can pick up on that directing which we somehow have to review separate from the writing that'll be an interesting exercise for this episode Mm -hmm. uh 7.5 million was last week a little bit of a bump 
Uh, and this week is 7.33. So I think that little announcement Womp of Neverland Womp. brought people in, but I think they probably just weren't impressed enough with it to to like not stick around for the season finale. That's just one episode. It's a season finale. Like, but It's because of Greg and Tamara. Oh, yeah, I agree. Uh, speaking of which, the inhabitants of Storybook, this is a synopsis. The inhabitants of Storybook brace themselves for the end when Greg and Tamara detonate the trigger. No, spoilers. Apparently, they just set it off. They say that in TV Guide. <laughs> They're just like, <laughs> they did it. Um, Regina had placed uh, the trigger that Regina placed within the curse. With the annihilation of the town and its residents imminent, uh, and Mr. Gold mourns the loss of his son, Bay slash Neil. Uh, oh, meanwhile, gosh. oh, yeah, because that's right, because Neil got sucked into the hole. I forgot. Which, uh, and he said, I love you. Oh, my God. Ah! Meanwhile, back in Neverland, of sorry, of Neverland past. of the past. Interesting. Uh, Hook discovers his connection to a young bay after he rescues him from sea and soon realizes that the lost boys are in hot pursuit of the boy because the shadow, presumably Peter Pan's shadow, <laughs> obviously, uh, uh, lost him and went back. Now, we don't know in this land, like, obviously the shadow is like a, in the cartoons and the story is like a playful thing that Peter Pan loses and then he attaches it to him. And so this, the shadow has like a, a little bit of a sentient consciousness, a little bit in the it way has like that, its own personality sort of, but like only sometimes, right? Cause in the way that a yeah. playful, a playful kid's imagination, sometimes something would be important for the story and then it just disappears. Cause once he gets it, he's chasing it into Wendy's place, right? He gets it. He attaches it to him. So, or she sews it to him. However the hell that works. It never really becomes a thing where the shadow is like doing separate things, except for once or twice. I think it fights someone while he's fighting or whatever. In this one, all we see is the shadow. You know, we haven't seen a Peter Pan. We just see a shadow and we kind of assume that it's Peter Pan's shadow or is this like a different thing altogether? Like, we don't really know what this thing is yet, but we assume that's the closest thing to the story. And like, it's dark. Like, it's snatching kids up and they're scared. So we don't know what the shadow's relationship is to Peter or Peter's relationship is to the Lost Boys or the Shadow's relationship with the Lost... Like, there's a lot of mystery going on here. It's going to be fun to kind of uncover as it goes on. Um, I like. I really like the way that they introduced the Neverland part of it because it, yeah. it felt really like it was pretty natural. I mean, they just kind of stuck Bay in England, but but the way that it slowly kind of became a thing, I think, is really cool. And like Hook and Bay linking up and that all those links are just, I think, really really smart. And now we'll get into production notes. Uh, as always, the first one is our title card reference. And so it just says the title card features Neverland. It doesn't really say what that means. Is that the island? Is that the star? So we'll kind of... I know Who knows? Mean, we'll find out. Whatever. And then the earthquake in Storybrooke was orchestrated by shaking the camera and rigging a few dishes to rattle. Yeah, I love this those. This seems a little low budge. Well, I mean, <laughs> stuff like that is really easy to pull off because um, something very famously used on film sets because it's easy to make them disappear is um uh fishing line right fishing line yeah. is a single thread but made of plastic so it's easy for light to go through it and not catch highlights but it's so the tensile strength of fishing line is incredibly strong obviously for fishing um so you can rig it to things and use it to physically like pull over furniture and shit but never see it or just have a little tiny mark to like take out so I'm mm-hmm. sure it was something like that where they just hooked up a few lines and just like yanked them and the dishes come down. And like, yeah, yeah but like shaking the camera is like an easy, like anybody, you can do that with your iPhone. <laughs> just be like, oh, right. that's an earthquake. <laughs> like, it's like a TikTok trend but, right now. But like. honestly, <laughs> having the things in the set fall down when you do that shake is that's the real selling point. You can have a person yeah. wobble around, but having something break is kind of the real the real good one. Oh, we have a cast connection here. It says Jack de Blasio, who plays one of the Lost Boys in this episode. 
and several episodes of season three is the former stepson of Lana Perea. I thought that was so neat. Well, I love that. So former, so is her her former husband's kid? Yeah. Was that... Is that former today or former as of today? I think it's former today, former just today, because okay. it's, I think. Probably. Um, and then when filming the episode, Colin O'Donoghue had just come back from having broken his leg. As and when remember. filming the scene where Hook is running through the cannery was hard, and Colin was desperately trying to run without a limp. Oh, poor guy. He's just working so hard. I always I always hate to see when uh when actors actually hurt themselves and then like work through it. It's just such right. a such a display of dedication. Like I get sniffles and I'm like, guys, I'm staying home. Like I'm not Yeah, sorry. <laughs> this guy Can't broke his Can you imagine if you broke your arm and then you're still and then you're still like typing for work? No. I'd be like, I'm not coming. <laughs> like sorry. No. Uh oh my god. We have our wonderful section that we love a lot. I'm stalling so I can find the stupid There's only sound one defect, but I still want it. Oh, dang it. I can't find it. Oh, I found it. Here we go. Emma is wearing a pair of Prada sport black leather buckle detail riding boots. <laughs> so many Note that the color on the buckle and the zipper on Emma's boots seem to have been altered by the costume <gasps> department. How dare they alter the original? <laughs> yeah, also Prada sport black leather buckle detail. Um, I'm sorry. Why did you need so many description words? <laughs> So I was struggling. <laughs> that is the reason why we made brand info a thing because you could have just said a, if they had just always been like yeah Prada boots we would have been like whatever but whoever wrote these they're asking for this to be made into a comedy bit. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculously written. Uh, all right, the last thing in production notes we have a little hidden detail. It says in the close up of Hook's hand he clutches the bean aboard the Jolly Roger, which we saw a little bit of in the I think in the coming attraction the last one. The ring on his index finger has a heart design on the side with an engraving of a silhouette of a swan's head. Get out of town. Spicy. That is super spicy. I yeah. wonder. Okay, who who's the person who just joined? Who said they they knew fandom stuff? I wonder if that's something because you know people were like pausing reading things, you know, yeah. when it was on on air. Because if you if shows didn't do that before Lost, Lost made it a mainstream cultural thing to frame by frame every episode because of the mystery and that right you think you're going to uncover the mystery through some kind of hidden detail the hurley bird probably being the most famous example that wasn't really a thing um i would just like to go back to the um part where we said hello so the person that said that they love a lot of the fandom yeah. of once upon a time is um patro close patrick close patrick yep but Patro-close. he also said that you can go by patrick um oh but I'm assuming he's Greek. But yeah, I asked. I said, how do you pronounce your name? I always just outright ask people how you pronounce your name because I deal with it on a daily oh, basis. Oh, Patro- so that was the pronunciation? Pat- Patroclos. Oh, yeah, I see it there. Look at that. Patroclos. Yep. Nice. But Patrick. Okay. Patroclos. But also can go by Patrick. So um, Patrick said that they're really into, you know, the fandom and everything. So it would be interesting to see if he picked up on the swan ring. What did it mean? Yeah, I I wonder if people like looked at that and went, "Ooh, could there be you right. know, like, <laughs> are they trying to tell us something?" Like that's Which that's, is like might I say too fucking soon. Yeah. The yeah. love of her life just went down a portal. Can we 
that's Please? the detail that they put it well i mean that right would, now it, it would also be really early for them to be forecasting it's a little in a pro yeah. i feel yeah 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 um We're being insensitive a little bit a little bit a little bit Thanks, Edward and Adam, or whoever made that production yeah. manager. Prop. No, it would be costumes. Speaking uh, of Edward and Adam. Oh, what? <laughs> what? Damn, that was a good segue. Into what? I didn't close production notes yet. Oh, I thought we were done with production notes. Sorry. I mean, we are, but I have to say that. My bad. <laughs> hey, we're done with production notes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Edward, take, I mean, yeah, do the transition. <laughs> This is, how, this is how we run the show, guys. I'm not cutting Take two. Show, too. <laughs> this is what it is. Speaking of Edward and Adam. Hey. I don't Edward know where Rose just came from, but okay. <laughs> Edward and, <laughs> I love this show so much. Edward and Adam uh, made a really great show, Once Upon a Time. Not Once Upon a Time. Once Upon an Actual Time, they made a great show called Lost <laughs> with J.J. Abrams and uh, Damon Lindelof. And they put a bunch of Easter eggs in this show from the last show they worked on. So this one I actually really love. Uh, We call this segment What's in the Hatch. That's the lost sound. The lost sound. And we'll try and play it if we pull. I feel like we're going to remember this one because it's not a stupid numbers reference. Yes, because it's not a number. Mr. Gold pours himself and Bell a glass of whiskey. McCutcheon Scotch whiskey, which it took me a long time into Lost to realize is not a real Scotch brand. (laughs) McCutcheon was a brand specifically made in the world of Lost, similar to the Apollo bar that feels like something you probably bought as a kid but doesn't really exist. Yeah. Same thing. It's a brand of Scotch whiskey that only exists in the world of Lost. And now is um, in canon exists in the world of Once Upon a Time. Because clearly, Once Upon a Time fairy tale characters live in the place where the island is. That's a real... Maine, right? If you fly from Maine to the Caribbean, Bermuda Triangle... No, sorry, it's Pacific. If you fly from Maine to somewhere Hawaii Pacific, you will get lost on the island. My God, wouldn't it be amazing if you put these characters on like... like Think about the things okay, but- that happened in Lost. Can you imagine like Red and Snow and Charming... But on think about Lost, this on the island. That's amazing. Did, did the residents of Storybook Circus watch the coverage of the plane crash? Oh, the plane crash. We actually talked about that because there's an Ajira flight that flies overhead in Storybook. Yeah, but like, do they do they know? Did they watch all the news coverage? Oh on, like, did they ever find the plane? It was 2013. That's right. So the, that means the end of Lost with all that yeah. news, that news footage in the last season yeah. would have been in their world. Well, yeah. Unless Storybrooke was shaded from the news because it wasn't, it was like, you know, the town was right. re- repeating like, over 30 okay, years. Okay, so does Emma know about Emma Oceanic should Lady know. 15? Oh, and Neil should know too. And Greg and Tamara. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, if they were smart, they would give them some lines about like, it was like that plane that got lost and then like Regina right? or somebody oh. would be like, what? <laughs> oh man, can you imagine? I don't think that happens, but I really wish. It I don't did. either, but that would be great. That would be um, like a subtle reference, you know? Like yeah. you wouldn't say the Oceanic Six, but you'd reference something about it. Like planes go missing all the time. Like, you know, it happened a few years ago. Like something real small, yeah. you know? Oh, I would love that. Anyway, what's Even just watching it on a TV. Yeah, on the back. Well, Damon Lindelof is a news reporter. He's a, like a weatherman or yes, something. Yes, but I just episode. wish they could put it up like oh. Oceanic 6 found like on... I don't well, no, it would have been like it would have been like what 9-11 is to us. It would have been in, in their recent past history. So yeah. it would oh, be something, okay, you know, okay, because okay. It, it would have been 10 years before the but events still, that we see but still but emma but to your point emma would have known and neil would have known and all of the like you know 
non-storybook people and the land of yep. magic would know so or yeah like i think greg actually would be the one to bring something like that up of like the world is crazy now and people just go you know like say because he, he's like all paranoid and weird oh yep. shit and um pinocchio would know because he yeah, was off August. in, in friggin um thailand Th- or wherever the hell thailand. he was which by the way they visited thailand so that could have crossed over easy mm-hmm. oh my god that oh, we are we are off the reservation now <laughs> We're in deep now. <laughs> we are, uh, guys. Let's watch the episode. Let's let's explain a couple of features of our watch party, and let's just let's just get in it. Um, we have a drinking bell, is what it sounds like, uh, which is a bell that tells you when to drink. Uh, our drinking game is weird, and we just throw random things out when we feel like it. But it's <laughs> someone should rewrite our drink, like just not the rules we want to do, but the rules we end up doing, and be like, this right. is the actual drinking game. Like what happens during yeah, the show? It's so weird. Uh, I have a sound that I play to tell you that I'm playing and pausing the show in case you're not on Spotify watching our video along with us, uh, and you're syncing it up yourself. That's what the sound sounds like. Uh, so that is the sound of me playing and pausing in case we need to stop and talk. Um, and if I need to rewind. Then uh, none other than Mr. Will Smith will tell you so. Yeah, it's rewind time. It will be rewind time, and we will rewind. Uh, before we start to watch the show, we always try to uh, r- uh, find out what the reference is to the title. Of course, this title is "And Straight On Till Morning," which is a Peter Pan and Neverland reference. So once again, for the second time in a row, they couldn't just get someone to say "And Straight On Till Morning," which is weird. No. because it's already a quote from the Disney Peter Pan. Uh, would be really easy. Instead, we get two characters back and forth who we unfortunately spoiled for ourselves, but not for you, uh, who says, "Where is that? Where did they take Henry?" And the response is Neverland. Neverland. Uh, so. You can probably guess at least the first one, but we would love to know your guesses, or you can shout out your guesses to your car radio or your headphones. All right. Three, two, and one. And go. Yes, I okay. think those are good ideas. Lock in your answer. Um, okay. And now we will begin our watch party of Once Upon a Time, season finale, season two finale, episode 22, and straight on till morning. Nail that timing. Got it down. Let's go. We're, We're looking at the ship. Jolly Roger. Beautiful rendering of the water, sky, moonlight. Ship is really nice. Mila. We got a hand sketch of Mila. That's nice. Mila was quite beautiful, wasn't she? <laughs> what do you know about it? She Don't was actually worry, a bitch. Cat. You'll avenge her. No matter what it takes, I know you'll find a way to kill Rumpelstiltskin. This is me, one use of the day's catch. The boy we yanked from the Ah, sorry. <laughs> He's still asleep. A bit waterlogged and smells of catfish, but he'll live. <laughs> Where do you suppose he came from? Hmm? There are many other ships in the area, and his clothes certainly not of this land. Not of this land implies he's been to him? other lands with that ship. Yeah. The ones he kidnaps from the other world. I, I bet my rations on it. Indeed. No, well, they know they are from But could we be so lucky? Lucky? He'll be looking for us. He knows this land better than we do. Mrs. Me, are you not a connoisseur of rare and valuable objects? <laughs> if we return the boy... Remember they said that about him when we first met him? very key to our he survival at Neverland. So they have Poor kind Bay. of a... I know. It's being... <laughs> He's had a this rough time. This kid needs therapy. He's had a rough time. Are you lucky to be alive? Lucky. 
I'm a prisoner of pirates in a land cursed with magic. Oh, most children think they found paradise when they lay their eyes on Neverland's magic. Why else leave home in the first place? I came here so a family I loved could live. But aren't you quite the hero? <laughs> what would you know about that? He's still pirate. limping a little bit. You can see it. saved your scrawny bones from the curse of the mermaids. A pirate killed my mother and tore apart my family. There was the mermaid. About your father. Too. He left me. So, like, can we just He's take it in the fact that this is his stepdad? Uh, hold on. What? I don't have to answer you. Hook? Hook is Bay's stepdad. How does that work? Who is Bay's mom? Oh, that's true. I mean, technically. So if you're not married, and and sh- how and like do we know they're not married? She's dead now. But before that, but even if they were married and he didn't ado- adopt him, I mean, it's I mean, still magic, but like we- modern day, like you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But all like, intents and purposes. No, but you're right. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, he's you were dating my mom. <laughs> this really- is you are apparently true loves of their lives with his mom oh well he would be the reason why rumple went down the dark curse path in the first place yep yes when he's talking about a pirate killed my mom that's the pirate that's also the pirate that was in love with your mom this is your stepdad hold on i need to like (laughs) it's rewind time i need to rewatch this a little bit one two let's go this is so much more complicated than yeah just hook being hook you're right what's your name boy I don't have to answer you. Well, I can make you. But to prove they're not all pirates as you fear, I'll simply ask again. What's your name? Balefire. Would he have known that? Oh, yeah, because Rumple was... I'm sure Mila must have talked about him at some point. Which pirate's life for you? Oh, I love that. I Neverland. love that. Okay, it's just a mountain. It's just. I. Oh, I see. It's like the island. Okay, we're drinking too. It's a pirate life for you. Okay. Yes, we couldn't have put Skull Rock as the. Title That's part. what I was thinking. Hold on, Chef's kiss to that intro. Wow. It's Whoa. a pirate life for you. Chef's kiss to that intro. Colin O'Donohue nailed that. This, this Writers is, nailed that. He is right Irish. Yet? Let's not forget. <laughs> He's a thick Irish accent. That is, that yeah. is hard to pull. His last name is O'Donohue. Yeah, and this this particular accent is very specific too. It's not Queen's mm-hmm. English accent. It's very you know. It's got a very pirate. narrow yeah, um, and it's in its time right. Like because pirates were a very I forget what it was fourteen hundreds fifteen hundreds whatever it was. It was there's like a specific time period too. Of so mm-hmm. it's he's like nailing that. But man, yeah, the I guess I I don't remember the last time I watched this that implication that he also has like Mila's kid, which is the love that and that's why he was so affectionate to him and like took him in and you know and, like. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like he right because Hook, you have to think he could kill Balefire because he knows that that would be a good way to get back at Rumpelstiltskin for what he did. But on the other hand, yes. that is the love of his life's son, who Man. you know that she did love to some degree. She was a terrible mother, fucking terrible. Oh, yeah, really but terrible. 
I'm sure there were nights where she would talk about Bay and how she missed her son. That's and true. All. We never that's, really saw that's that. It's her son. So this is tough for Hook. I, this is this great. opens up a whole. I didn't think of this the first time that I watched I didn't it through. Think of but this like, at all. this opens up a whole can of worms for Hook, and I have a new respect for him. Well, he did give Smee like a real like we're gonna eat him look, <laughs> which is you know, but. But he did, like, immediately then give him a blanket and be like, all right, you're gonna, like, <laughs> like you didn't treat him like a prisoner, like, right away. Right. You know, he already was like, all right, you know, take care of him a little bit. We are looking at a really weird GoPro attached to this swing looking at Henry right now in this shot, which, that, you want to talk about feeling, like, low budget. This feels like a weird, <laughs> like, something you'd give your kid on a playground so that you can make this a This looks home like a depression commercial. <laughs> does. All right, Henry's playing on a swing set in Storybrooke. Uh, on the tire or whatever that is. Granny's literally got a crossbow in her hand. <laughs> we got excellent Rumpel. entrance from Rumple with shot on the cane and then up to his face. Gorgeous. So last we saw, Rumple kept talking about the kid who's going to be his undoing, so he's being creepy. <laughs> yeah, he's looking at a rock and like, if I knock this thing over, he'll just... Uh... If I move this? Oh, Really? But also, wouldn't kids just, like, flop out of that? You know what I mean? You just fall. He's not going to knock him off a cliff or anything. He's just going to be like, <laughs> Yeah. Interesting piece of magic. Gold. What are you doing here? Well, my son made Do we not feel the rope breaking him, at all? So I'm spending some time with my hmm. son instead. Right? Okay, wouldn't you, like... Mr. Gold, we have some news we need to share with you, and it's not good. Not interested. It's about your son. You know what about him? Tomorrow shot him. That's important. They immediately told him who. That's a little irresponsible. He's <laughs> he's he been injured. Open a portal. Hold on. Hurt. Isn't he the fucking sheriff? You don't just say who killed him, stupid ass. Right? Wouldn't you we be like... We have already in- established that he's a terrible sheriff. <laughs> he uh, was involved in an accident, is what you say. You don't say... This there was an altercation. Right. You don't just give away the... Balance. There's been an incident. God, he so goes, Tamara shot Neil. He fell into a portal. He dead. <laughs> also insensitive. Very insensitive. Anyway. Yeah, really. Like, Snow's like, we need to talk about that. Right. And he's like, by the way, shot, point blank. Sorry. What? Oh man! All right. So badly he fell through. He's gone. Oh. Robert Carlyle giving an incredible performance right now. He really is. He wasn't supposed to die. Oh. Greg and Tamara—they took something from Regina, a magical trigger. Fail safe in the curse that can destroy He's gonna throw up. If they activate it, it's a he self-destruct. Everyone not born in this world will die. I know this is hard, but we need your help. Oh my gosh. Great acting right there. They killed your son in cold blood, and you don't want to stop them? They didn't kill my son. Oh, that was pre-dark one. Uh, from magic to this world to find Bay. No, he's dead. I 
what you call this? It's a price, isn't it? This, this is it. I don't even want to drink to that. No. But I'm prepared to pay it. But we'll die. You'll die. Yeah, I'm in my peace with that. This moment, this scene, sets off a brand new trajectory for Rumpelstiltskin, period. In the next coming ten or so episodes. Like, th- that scene right there is what completely changed his journey which is amazing to watch like the exact moment when someone goes from hero to villain or vice versa you know and like i'm sorry but what did what did charming and snow think that they were going to do with that you gave him nothing to live for why would yeah. he help you why would he help yeah there's no yeah well they thought that he was gonna rely on vengeance or something that they which is a little bit but- also manipulating you yeah, know? it is because he's like, well, he shot him in cold blood. Don't so... you want to do something about like turning him into no, a weapon? No, actually, I of, don't. That's kind of messed up. The yeah. entire reason that I'm still continuing on was to find my son, and now he's dead. And you're now telling me that I need to rally to There's... save this town that I don't care about. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially when yeah. Snow couldn't get out of bed. Right. Yeah, that's mm, all right. That's weak. But, not fair. But it's not. I wouldn't give that a full demerit. But I'm it is still siding. No, what I mean is I'm siding with Rumble in those situations. Oh, of course. Of course. But I oh man. That's why I keep I want to keep harping on like this is Rumple's new this is Rumble's thirteen three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is this it is would the be villain. mine. This is the origin story right here. It was not Bay getting lost. That led him to right now because now game on. I mean, not yet. He's mourning. Right. But let me tell you something. People eventually come out of mourning. And that's the moment where it gets real tricky. What do you mm-hmm. do after your morning runs out? <laughs> so we'll get there. But that watching the trigger for that, that was a beautifully done scene. Mine collapsed. Just keep moving. Shout out to the visual effects person who had to create that stupid map on his phone. It's not ours either. Not your concern. So you're telling me you don't know who commands you. Unlike you, Hook, we believe in something. We have faith in the sacredness of our cause. We're here. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pause there. Uh, Isla stepped away for a very short moment, but we'll be back after these messages. <laughs> Welcome back. Sorry, my uncle just came and plowed the driveway. Oh, no big deal. I just told everyone we were taking a short commercial break. <laughs> Snow. I will. Uh, I will rewind. Uh, one, Unlike two, three, four. Yep. Okay. We're gonna go back into the cave. That was forty seconds. All right. So we're in the mines. The dwarfs just mines. ahead. You sure whoever's in charge of you guys doesn't want you to die in a mine collapse? Just keep moving. Who is telling you what to do? You know what? That's not your concern. It's not ours either. Ah! Aha. Not your concern. No. So you're telling me you don't know who commands you. That's the first time they've mentioned that. Unlike you, Hook, we believe in something. We have faith in the sacredness of our cause. Ew. Hold on. <laughs> I forgot to put the record scratch on here, but this is the record scratch moment. That is real culty that gets really into the like heebie-jeebies charles some scientology land right now not manson who's the guy who locked all the girls up in the cellar whatever thing and he was telling them it was doomsday charles whatever his name is manson is it it manson who like yes there's marilyn manson and charles manson and that one is marilyn is charles not free show 
Thank you. Uh, Honestly, they're both fucking weird. They are, definitely. But, uh, yeah, but that kind of, like, real... That goes right up my spine. I don't know. And it's not because mm-hmm. I don't believe in faith or I don't believe in things being sacred, but people saying we have faith in the sacredness of our cause is suicide bomber shit. Like, I don't... I, I Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I, that really kind of gave me a... Op- yeah, the opposite of a drink moment. <laughs> All right. They found the sacred cause is pilfering a dwarf's pickaxe. Axes, yeah. Hook's like, this team sucks. Yeah. Have this in a pocket when you turned her over to us. Aren't you smart? And this axe, according to our people, according to our people, according to HQ, you're going to destroy an entire town and kill everyone in it, yeah. including your enemy. But also including you. So I know him too. Be immune to this. None of your kind will be. Once this thing gets activated, nothing can shut it off. This whole town will revert to the forest it was. I just hate how stupid so they are. Hook. We're willing to die for our cause. You willing to die for yours? No. Absolutely. They seem like like kids. Like they seem yeah. like stupid children that were. <laughs> Were they sucked into an MLM? Is that it? Is, that, is this that the MLM? That is exactly what this feels like. <laughs> Dumbasses. But they said I would get a Mercedes and I would own my own time. Do you want to get your bonus oh and God. own your own time? So they hit this thing with the pickaxe and now it's glowing and freaking out. So now everything, including this fake clock tower don't forget that whole thing is cgi is now growing vines and everything is freaking out and commercial break so the town is starting to break regina putting on her amazing signature riding boots yep she is in the loft looking good she's in the loft for some reason uh, i don't remember why henry matters but oh earthquake <laughs> we'll drink to that <laughs> the diamond was activated. So we're all gonna die. Well, not, not you, Henry. Not born not here. So <laughs> we could write this show. <laughs> I'll be alone. That's really sad. I'm so sorry, Henry. It's not gonna happen. I'm not gonna let it. You did this. No, make it stop. I can't. There's no way. Well, figure it out. It's your fault. Stop! I already lost my dad. I don't want to lose anyone else. We have to work together. From the mouths Ooh, of babes. That look from Emma. That is a point. <laughs> for yeah. the last time we met. Bloody hell. And tell us why you're here before I use something else other You have no life. idea how to use that. I think threatening to kill me is a bit redundant when we're all about to die anyway. It no is thanks to stupid. you. Regina just point. told us you were working with Tamara and Greg to get your revenge. Well, that was before they told me how to die to get it. I don't have time for this. We have a real problem. Which is why I'm here. Because staring death in the face has made me realize if there's one thing I want more than my revenge, it's my life. So shall we stop this thing now and then resume bickery? There is no stopping it. The best thing I can do is slow it down, but that will only delay the inevitable. Or give us the time we need. The time for what? Steal back the beans. Use them to get everyone back into the Enchanted Force before Storybrooke is gone. Wow. It's a good plan. We don't even know where Greg and Tamara are. Well, I Bad do. part of the plan. <laughs> I can help. Yourself, he'll take them and leave us all behind. Why should we trust you? No, we won't have to. I'll go with him. If he tries anything, I'll shoot him in the face. No one believes us. Shut up. Just being clear. I'll take Regina to No one believes that. I like this fast script, though. Make sure we're ready to go as soon as we have the beans. Henry. They consulted Aaron to write this scene. Sorry for what's happened. 
But they got to it, you know? I they got in there. I to be the person that you wanted me to be, and I failed. I love this moment. But I won't let you be alone. You just know that I love you. That, that's the Regina we've wanted this whole time. I love you, too. That's the Regina we've wanted this whole time. That um. was amazing. We don't do sound... <laughs> we don't do, like, soundtrack sound effects, but that one deserved it. Yeah. If I still had the awe, that's where it would go. It's okay, I can awe. Aww. Things we do for our children. Since you are technically a stepdad. You have to give them the boy. They've killed for less. I think that's what that meant. Maybe. The we give them what they want. Because then we cut into the a scene with him. Yeah, alone. you're right. No. I can't part with him now, not when I know he's the Dark One's son. Can't be chance that brought them here. Providence must be at work. He is the key to my revenge. I won't lose him. I think that's the kid. Is who that we were the talking about. You know who we are. Jack de Blasio. We're the lost ones. You work for him. The lost ones. Looking for a boy who was seen adrift nearby. A it's giving machine gun he has a particular Yeah, this is dark. They're not like goofy kids. Okay, They're like scary. Like robbers. As you can see, we're only men here. Then you won't mind if we search your ship. In my guest. I like that they made them like kind of pseudo scary teenagers and not yeah. like children, children, like in the cartoon. What a shitty age to be stuck at. <laughs> right, sixteen. <laughs> Can't we be eight, guys? It's way more fun. Told you, no one here but me, crew. You're new to this land, which means I should warn you. Ooh, Hook is new to this land? You know what he does to people who lie to him? No. But I gather it hurts. It does. He rips your shadow right from the body. Rip. <laughs> this kid is not threatening enough for this. <laughs> Looks like a dweeb. This is like a kid who like painted his ails and and fine. Yeah, he paints the. Uh, yeah, he belongs to. He paints. This literally looks like Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, he paints the, the squares on his vans. And you know, like yeah. almost, almost skateboards. He has like a Does ball the S chain symbol. Yeah. yeah, he puts a ball chain necklace, but like on his wrist as a as a as a bracelet. <laughs> it's like that kid. I thought pirates only cared about themselves. Well, you've a lot to learn, boy. How did I miss this entire dad thing? Yeah. Lutens. It ain't looting if the stuff you find's already yours. We need Sneezy's drinking style. We can bring his memories back. Well, the superior finally figured it out. He needs to drink this out of his old stein. Something important to him. So she found a solution to the memory problem. Today. In the nick of time before we all die. Die? Who's dying? She's been working on it all along. Then when she had to transform August back to Pinocchio, she found the ingredient she needed. A hair from Pinocchio's head. Someone who returned to who he should be. Someone who wasn't cursed. So you're going to wake your friend up to tell him he's about to die? <laughs> I don't want that. Shut it, Clark. He wants to know who he is Shut and be with his Clark. family no matter how much time he has left. <laughs> Not if I'm going to die. <laughs> can, I, can I vote for this? This is actually really funny. If I don't have a family, do I still die? You know, I really don't think 
necessary, you know, I asked her to make a second dose. This for you. Wow. Bell once helped remind me who I was. Wow. Never forgotten. I want to return the favor. Don't let her die as Lacey. What? Wow. I have goosebumps again. I'm like in tears. Oh my god, okay, can we just go with the story that the network forced this Lacey shit and the writers were like, we don't want to, and then this was the writer's revenge? Like, this is the way that the writers undid the shit that they had to do? That was amazing. That was a beautiful scene. From Leroy? If somehow I could transfer points from this episode to the episodes we've already made to give them extra points, I would do that. That's how beautiful that scene is. These moments are so heartfelt. And you know what was crazy about that? It wasn't long. It was quick. It was very decisive. And he's just gone. They didn't wallow in it. They didn't sit, right? No. He's just like, I'm not going to talk about why. I'm not going to talk to you about why you don't deserve this and blah, blah, blah. He just went, look, do this. And then left. That was gorgeous. Wow. Holy crap. Is he going to put it in ship? What? What was all that about? Oh, that cool. Why is she already drunk? <laughs> it's like 9 a.m. <laughs> she's like a shitty alcoholic. God, she's the worst. I think she's supposed to be the worst. I really do think she's the worst yeah. on purpose. I just wish shows, when they do that, they would be like, you're supposed to hate her, not like make her normal. But you right. know what I mean? Like, it just feels like... Because then we feel bad about yeah, how much we hate her. Exactly. Oh, is that what that means? All right, commercial break, and then back on the ship in Neverland... I was just on a ship, not like. Oh my god, you were on the ship. Did you get to drive it like that? For the land, lover. <laughs> the big yeah. <laughs> but I still get queasy. Oh, it'll pass. Just think of yourself as an extension of the ship. You care to try a hand at the helm? Oh my god. Oh, once you get your bearings, it's as easy as pie. So I learned to now, drive with your kid, right? The left side, it's called port. The right side, it's called starboard. Ah. Go Are we for real right now? I kind of love this. Hook is killing it. I know. I love how <laughs> he's mate. he sketched born with perfect blood. letters and something with his clumsy hook. He's like perfect you like Times New Roman P. <laughs> what became of him? Ah. You say he left you. It's a long story. It's one that We're I know well. In the middle of the ocean, you have boy. time. <laughs> My father and I boarded a ship with plans to travel the realms. One morning, I awoke and he was gone. Backstory. Oh he was a issues. Turned out he, he was fled a in the middle of the night to avoid capture. He abandoned you? Aye. That he did. I don't remember if that's true or not. I... Or if he's just like. If I tell you something, to... will you promise not to tell the crew? He's like, you're if like. I become me? frightened. My father. The reason why I don't speak of him is because he's the dark one. He once was a man, but when I got drafted to the Ogre Wars, he wanted to protect me. So we went in search of the dark one's dagger. And once he got it, he grew obsessed with the power it gave him. He draws his power from a dagger. Oh. It's the only weapon that can kill him. And the only thing he truly cares about anymore. He chose it over me. My papa abandoned me too. 
I love this version of Hook is like right. So, it's just something so <sighs> subtle about the way he plays him like a real guy, not like a, a fumbly Englishman, you know, like in the cartoon. So, That's funny, uh, Hook. also beautiful. All this time, it's been about revenge for you. Why is it suddenly so important to you that you survive? I know what I'm fighting for. My family. What are you fighting for? Um, self-preservation. It's a it's natural instinct. It's pretty charming. Too. What? People just don't want to die. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's not that hard. Oh, just shoot Beans. him. Give him to that, me. Shoot him in the foot. And shoot him in the kneecap. Done. Easy. You don't Beans. kill him. flanked them because they're stupid and they know they're two of them but and then a big dumb fight happens <laughs> Greg gets punched in the face by Hook Should've now they're rolling around the, him with the hook. like they're sumo wrestling you have a hook Samara <laughs> clumsy just falls on the ground just shoot them already damn it no no we got what we need what are you doing? They've got the feet! Not all of them! I snagged one. Where are the rest? Who cares? All we need is one. Hey! Live to fight another day, mate. You, like, don't get how any of this works. Mate. I think this was genuinely trying to help you. There's there. a lot of room for being able to make charming not like this. There's a lot yes. of he's always like one step behind. He's always there's like some and I, I don't fault him for doing the things that he's doing, but I, I wish that we had more reason to get behind uh, fully get behind a character like that. Like, like Bruce, how bad does the ball have to be dropped for me to be like, yeah, Hook's right. Really? And, and like, I think the best heroes the best written heroes are the ones that take villains uh words objectively so when they say things that are true like emma emma has always done this she doesn't care whose mouth it comes out of if they say the right stuff she goes yeah that's true she doesn't care if it's regina who said it she'd be like yeah regina's right doesn't matter and and i think that's a sign of a good hero is that they are not because it doesn't feel like a vendetta it doesn't feel like they're emotional i always feel like charming is always reacting not proactive and he's always reacting with this like weird childish emotion before what yeah. makes sense he's not listening and it's, it feels very uh, like like a brute and he's not yeah, that dumb i agree he's not dumb enough for that and the way that josh dallas plays charming he plays him really sophisticated and intellectual then why so he's doing that and adding to it but the writing of the character also makes him look really makes him look like a teenager silly you know, like an inexperienced teen who's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm mad because of this. You know, it just that. I don't know. There's, there's something slightly immature about him that I feel like Josh Dallas's portrayal of Charming doesn't fit. He's playing an adult, but the writing is for a young adult mm-hmm. who's still whining and trying to, like, prove himself. Like, you don't need to prove yeah. yourself anymore. You run a kingdom like you're right. Like, that's always always something small that's bothered me about the way he does it. And he does things so he looks more like a man in the room. 
And you know, like, okay, he's like, no, it. I'm going to take it. I'm going to snatch this from your belt because I don't trust you. I'm like, then you're clearly the most vulnerable, most insecure right. person in the room if you have to do that. Yeah. Someone like Batman, like Bruce Wayne is very broody, but you get behind him because he's he you know, he's smarter than everyone else in the room. Charming never strikes me as the one who is comfortable enough to be let people go do their thing because they're smart. They're smart enough to outwit them. Bay does it. Emma does it. Regina definitely does it. You know, yep. even snow sometimes is like has something cooking in there. Charming is yes. just like do 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 face value. Everything he's like is, adult. It's very black and white. Yeah, he is. He's like adult. I hate it. <laughs> I expect Feel that it. from like, like the dwarf. Oxygen's being sucked out of the air. Not the oxygen. The magic. Mm, the magic's being sucked there out of the is. air. Interesting. Once it stops glowing, its destruction is achieved, and then. Well, then we'll see the real carnage. I'll try to contain its energy as long as I can. It won't be long. We'll have the beans soon. Then we can get the hell out of here. Slowing the device, it's going to require all the strength I have. Also a good hero. You're not coming with us. Doesn't say the other. Doesn't say the... Just she was dropping until it's too late to say it. You know? Goodbye to Henry. You were... Goodbye. This is really hard to watch. This love, episode is this really is, tough. This is, it's good though. It's like he knows I love him, doesn't he? Regina, no, there's got to be another oh thing. Oh you know, Everything that's happening, it's my fault. I created this device. Everybody's blaming themselves. It's only fitting that it takes my life. What am I supposed to tell Henry? Tell him that in the end, it wasn't too late for me to do the right thing. Oh my God. Everyone looks at me as the evil queen, including my son. This sounds like Lost. <laughs> Guys, I was actually Regina. crying right now. <laughs> Let me die as Regina. I love this. This is giving Charlie. Yes, yes. That's what it feels like. Oh, Regina. man. That, no. just, that just made me really, that literally sent a chill down my spine when you just said that. That it feels like Charlie. It does. So, Regina's fucking shit up. In a good way. In a good way, yeah. She's... And now we're Mr. Gold... Oh, look at all these graphics. Also, it's turning back into the forest. Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Interesting. He just poured a drink for Belle. McCutcheon's got some whiskey. I don't see it. I kind of see it. Right there. That's the bottle. Right there. Good enough for me. I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, Of course, she spills stop, the stop, stop, potion. It belonged to someone very important. You wouldn't understand. Sarah, I'm sorry. It's just an old rag. It's, is that Bay's? I think so. I think that's his little cloaky thing. That escalated quickly. Oh, yeah. Ah. I think you're right. It's gonna do it in chip. I like that magic technique. See that little yeah, the little swish. What is it? It's something from my past. From our past. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to take this weird drug liquid. No, <laughs> right? I love that. Her fucking up the the old rag. 
is what he was like. Okay, enough of this lazy shit. Like that's what that's what put him over. That the was edge. it. He <laughs> was like, I can't do this He's anymore. He's like this clumsy bitch. I'm done. <laughs> Finally. Oh, God. Death to Lacey. <laughs> we have been freed <laughs> from these shackles. We did it, everyone. We did it together. Yay. Fuck oh, Lacey. thank God. And I'm making out, which is weird, but I'll, I'll allow it. Um, We're going to be okay with it for right now. This is actually really beautiful. I'm sorry, I didn't want to wake you up to die. She's like, wait, what? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, he did. You. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I love that she knew without him saying so. That's beautiful too. I don't like these because it always reminds me at the end of the Titanic when everybody just tries to go to sleep in the bunks in the yeah. third class, and I don't. I'm not good with it. I know. Me too. Me too. 100. Also, would Mother Superior have made the second dose if she knew it was for Rumpel? Did she know no. it was for Rumpel? Do you no. think Grumpy said make it for two and then Grumpy made the decision to like make that happen? That's he said, I need to. That's amazing. Oh my God. I Leroy. This. this is this is the writing masterclass we've been looking for, ladies and gentlemen. I got it. I know it's not the end of the episode yet. Well, a lot at least of Edward and Adam showed up this week. I got it. Listen, there are 20 minutes left in this episode, and I got to tell you, this is the once upon a time we knew. I yeah. am. Mm. I don't hopefully, even want to pause. Henry, hopefully, it keeps going. No. Regina can hold off the self destruct device long enough for us to escape. But, but what? I think how they put Archie in this scene. She won't survive. No. No. Henry, she said it as a matter of fact as possible, so he didn't no, we can't do misconstrue this. what she said. We don't yeah. leave family behind. I know, but this is what she wants. We have a way out. We have to take it. We saved her from being killed by the Wraith. How is this any different? The Wraith? What? Of course. We sent it through a portal. Why can't we do the same thing with the self-destruct? Because we don't know if it's going to work. It could. Yeah. Too risky. No one will go along with it. Yes, we will. Because it's the right thing to do. Look, wow. Snow White and the Prince have always led us before, and we've always won. Okay. So, who's willing to let them lead us again? Yes. That feels unfair. Why? Thank you, Archie. They did not. This is what we should do. Spearhead this. I know we haven't had a lot of chances well, right. to be parents, but give us this one. Let us do the right thing. It's not too late. This is beautiful. I wow. just don't want him to be alone. The fact that Regina oh, thought the town no, turned I on her. The way I did. This is so much going on. Oh my god. Because they all could have just said, yeah, no, we're going. We're together. We're going together. This plan could fail. We use that bean now. We can get away for sure. We will survive. The pragmatic one. Emma, I killed her mother. You did that to Cora because you had to. I did it because it was easy. Oof! It was a mistake. There were other paths. Harder paths, and I wish I had taken them. So please, honey. This episode. Let's take the hard path. Because if we don't, we will be building a future on Regina's blood. 
that's also a great monologue. Very strong. Okay. <laughs> I was having a rough time right mad. now. I, I wish I could hug you. Myself. Get back. I'm hugging you. For us, I say letter. We understand each other. Look out for yourself and you'll never get hurt, right? Well, quite well for me. Yeah, until the day that it doesn't. We're doing this. It might be stupid, it might be crazy, but we're doing it. So, you can join us and be a part of something. Or you can do what you can do best and be alone. Hmm? Quite passionate, Swan. Why are you really doing this? That kid just lost his father today. I'm not letting him lose a mother, too. His father? Who's Henry's father? Ah, <gasps> you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. She's like, yeah. Okay. Wow, this this episode makes up for so much lost momentum in the last Captain, few episodes. Why is Balefire still aboard the Jolly Roger? The boy has Shut given you a path to revenge, but you can't walk that path if you're dead. Careful, Smee. Careful. Captain, you know Captain Hook well would toss his ass after the boy. For that. If you don't surrender Balefire to him, the, the the lost ones will take him anyway and kill you. I'm the captain. I give the orders, and anyone who disobeys can walk the plank. And pray the mermaids take pity on his soul. Face me, villain. Oh, Captain. Oh. Oh. What's this about, babe? You found this on your desk. And you also found a plastic sword to swing My at mother. me. <laughs> How'd you get it? Hey. How? You're the pirate that killed her. I didn't kill your mother. We fell in love. We ran off together. Your father lied to you. He was too much of a coward to tell you the truth. He tore her heart out and crushed it in front of me. His voice. And I've spent every moment since then wanting revenge. She abandoned me. Not a single day went past when your mother didn't regret leaving you bare fire. We talked about going back for you when you were old enough. Oh! Perhaps fate brought us together so that I can make good on those plans. We can live the life I that Mila wanted this. for us as a family. No! Stay back! You used me! You wanted to kill my father! Yes. I did. You tore apart my family. As sure as if you ripped her heart out yourself. Hey, don't. Take me back to my real family. The darlings. Uh, I can't. It's not possible to leave Neverland. But you could stay here under my protection. I'd rather fend for myself than be with you. I want off this ship. Pirate. This is so good. <laughs> Also, these kids are showing up right now. Everybody's getting so old. Like, Bay is so old and Henry's so old now. What are you now, doing here? Doing you were so hoping good. to die to save us. That makes you a hero. And now we're going to be heroes. Uh, open a portal. Throw this thing into a void. Of course, no. Charming. Saying all the obvious You don't shit. know that it'll work. We have to try. Everybody, step aside. 
Yeah, yeah honestly, why didn't you check the fucking bag before you left? I the hate that about shows like this. Like, there's no, there's no reason you wouldn't. Oh, there's the. That was the swan ring. So he has a bean in his hand, and he's taking the Jolly Roger away from Maine. He said, "Bye, Maine." Oh, can't really blame him. Looks like a little double cross action there. Um, back in Neverland, the saddest thing that has ever happened. That was a lot. You good to go? I say, just drop me off anywhere. I mean, you really think you can survive on your own? I've never been given the choice. A little gas you have okay. now. Anywhere will do. I get you're angry, but it doesn't have to end like this. This ship can be your home, your family. Just say the word. What kind of selling point is that? <laughs> it's not too late to start. Stop! He's trying. He is trying. I can change, Bay. For you. You say that. I know you'll never change. He's got baggage about change, changing. You have daddy issues. I know. It's yourself. Same as Rumple, right? That's his. That's his issue. Ultimately, hold on. Let's really, let's really fucking boil this down. Ultimately, people can change. When people say that people never change, who they're referring to is people who only care about themselves. Never change. We'll move on. For reminding me what I'm all about. Killing your father. Ah, the good old hook triple cross. You're not letting me go. How would that help me? You hated my father so much, you didn't even realize you were just like him. That was a, that was a, that was a good sting at the end. You have the boy. He would be pleased. <laughs> Fuck that kid. <laughs> He's the worst. <laughs> Weird hook. He made those like perfect. What a transition! It's still on his... I don't see dashboard. It's still in front of his wheel. Him crossing out the letters. This is... Oh, here's the heart. I saw it. I saw it. That was a good one. Alright, so... Uh, the Jack and the Beanstalk shit is eating everyone. The forest is literally coming out of the ground. I can't contain this much longer. Ooh. The risk. I love it. This is the Titanic moment where they all have to die together. Mom. Jai. Dad. She just said mom, dad, and started crying. I can't handle this. Oh my god. Is it the first time she said mom and dad out of her mouth? Oh my god. This is so good. I only wish I was strong enough to stop all this. I'm just not. Everyone in this episode gets crying credits. Every single character. 
has cracked their voice and been just like bawling. Yes, Emma! I wish I was strong enough to stop this. You may not be strong enough. Maybe we are. I was gonna say, has she, hasn't she done a little bit of magic already? Or yeah, no? a little yeah. bit. I think a little bit. I thought so. Or else they would have introduced it here, but... Oh man, we're gonna see some real stuff, though. So Emma and Regina are like tag teaming this, which is amazing to watch. And I want to see what this looks like on set of them just like shaking. To right. <laughs> well, something happened. It like crackled and then blew up and stopped, and everything's going backwards. So it worked. Look at that. We're alive. We're... Can we talk about when she said mom, dad, and started mom, crying? Mom, dad. I'm not, okay. Crying? I'm just not. We did it. Yes, we did. Gotta hand it to Henry. He's right about a lot of things. Yes, he is. Yeah, he saved your butt again. Isn't that right, kid? You guys Henry? were destined to die. Henry? Henry? Emma, what is it? They took him. Relax, kid. I'm not gonna hurt you. Just every night, love. You tried to blow up Storybrooke. This is shit right point. now. It wasn't. See, we came here to destroy magic, Henry. Then we found something more important. Oh, good. Something that changed everything. Explain your evil plan to a kid, stupid. You. You could just keep going, you know? We just fuck, like... <laughs> just go. Emma, you don't even know where you're going! Doesn't matter, I have to find him. I'll track them down in hell if I have to. Hey, hey! <laughs> Last <beat. laughs> It's a good one. They've opened the portal. So Hook didn't steal Henry! it. They never gave it to him. No, Hook has a bean. Oh, they they remember they, they had the, the other others. One. No, you're right, you're right. No! No! You have to follow them. There has to be a way! Not only do we not know where they went, but Hook stole the last bean! I don't care! Without it, there's no way to follow. We can't let them just take Henry! They've taken Henry? Yeah. <laughs> the dark one do <laughs> no. something. Help us. I'm fucking so sorry to do this. <laughs> I hate you so much. I know I'm taking away your soundboard. He he said that like he's been standing there the whole time though. You don't want no. to know. I am not well right now. Uh, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> but I, I I genuinely said that because out of my mouth was gonna be, where the fuck has you been? <laughs> He's just been chilling, making Bell remember her memories, and he just strolls up and he's like, "Hey, so what's up, guys?" Like it's kind of weird, but it felt very much like a, uh, like a classic Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> There's no way. I spent a lifetime trying to cross worlds to find my son. Oh, God. There's no way in this world without a portal. So that's it. He's gone forever. I refuse to believe that. 
What is that? Look. What the hell are you doing here? Helping. Well, you're too late. And limping still. Why? I thought you didn't care about anyone but yourself. Maybe I just needed reminding that I could. It was the Neil thing. Got him. Enough waiting around. Let's go. Oh, where? I thought we were saving the time. You already did. We need to get Henry. <laughs> Greg and Tamara took him through a portal. He's late. Well, I offer my ship my services to help follow them. Well, that's great, Hope, but how will we track them? Leave that to me. I can get us where we need to go. Well, let's do it. This, this triumphant hero music. They have the band back together. You know what I mean? Look at this. This triumphant. Why does Mary Margaret have a backpack? Because they're going on a trip. Bella, <laughs> In their I, favorite I have to go. Ship. You have to stay here. No, why? I, I, I want to help. The town is no stop? longer safe. What? What? Well, Greg and Tamara weren't working alone. Others will follow. No, we can't leave people in danger. After we've gone, follow these instructions. It's a cloaking spell. It'll shield the town, making it impossible for anyone to find. Then how will you find your way back to me? <laughs> Charming's like, I'm gonna go. I'm out. <laughs> You're not coming back, are you? The prophecy. The boy is my undoing. But he's also my grandson. Oh. He turned the corner, him. too. Wow. I must do this to honor Belfire. He's gone. And I didn't even get the chance to say goodbye. I understand, but I also know that the future isn't always what it seems. You could have gave those instructions to literally anyone else who's taken her with you. I will yeah. see you again. I like that, though. I like that they did it so that she could be I the know. optimistic one to say the future is not written in stone. Which I like that they, I was going to say, like, they always have some character be like, the future's in flux, you can change it still. You know, because you know it, now yeah. you can change it. This coat she's wearing. Belfire would be, be very proud of you. Beautiful. Me too. I think God, this is good. I think we have a big pride thing. Anytime you're proud of a son or the son's proud of the father, like I know the both of us get real weepy about that kind of thing. Because it, it's important. Who is he? I don't know. Hey, it's Neil. Is he alive? Barely. <gasps> Aurora? And Mulan? And Mulan? Where have you guys been? I guess that so. means... Are you done trying to kill me? I believe so. Excellent. Then you can live. Wow, like the most evil people of all time on the top deck right now. I know. Oh, remember that? The thing that points to... Forgot about that. Yeah. Forgot about that. You, like, put blood on it and then it shows you where people are in the world or whatever. Isn't that supposed to be like the Sleeping Beauty spinning wheel sort of thing? Prick it on yeah. the time. Where is that? Where did they take Henry? New York City. Damn it. <laughs> oh, that was it. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Where is that? Neverland. Woo. Take your big drink.
Is it the boy? The one he wants? No, it's not. Oh! It's your lucky day, boy. It's not him. You get to live. Put him with the rest. Question, why wouldn't you just throw it directly under you? So you can just fall in it. Never mind. Who are we up against? Who are they against fire? They're merely pawns. Manipulated by forces far greater than they can conceive. Just... I have no idea who they're truly working for. But who's that? Someone we all should fear. If that's not the boy he's looking for, do you think we'll be able to find him? Of course we will. It may take time. He's... Peter Pan never fails. He's doing like a weird sexual predator thing. I don't like how he's portraying this. Yeah. Oh, the boy is actually... Ah! Ah! <laughs> That's great. They knew about... But don't forget, Balefire is young and his father, meaning they have a picture of him from well before he was born. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's... That's the season finale. Holy moly. Spoilers, this is our first 25-star episode. <laughs> I give I five stars to creepy. every scene. Oh, man. That, uh, I, that may have been... I, got, I just got to... We always do like a little summary. That was the best episode of Once Upon a Time to date, period. Yes. Period, period. With and no I question. feel like we need to blow through this ending because I need to give this more time. Yeah. You Let's, know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know. I, right? That was such a heavy episode. What are your what are your feelings? I am so emotional. You were I could cry right. Like, that was I'm a lot stopping. Of I okay, and that's me holding like I'm stopping my tears because right. I'm like, I can't just openly sob right now. Right. But that hurt. That like was every like, scene of the show hurt. It, in a good way. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that's good TV to me. For the first time. Oh, and those and those like moments that well up and catch you, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> it's coming up. Because <laughs> you identify a little too hard with a character or a moment or a like, you know. I just need to share that that was all three of us on the ship last weekend because they played in Canto <laughs> oh, right. in the Walt Disney Theater and uh, the Sikorsky family, the three of us, were in the very back row in the balcony sobbing uncontrollably. Oh, my God. All three of us just lost it. Harper is sitting there and she's like, the town. Like, <laughs> like at that moment? Oh yes, when that's they come. Such, yes, that's such an amazing. We love that moment. Cognitive thing for her to like understand. Oh, what that means. cries, weeps. Wow, that is. She that thinks is, it's so special. That is like real emotional maturity. No, no joke. That's that's really impressive. I think for a kid that age. It's because her mother is an emotional basket case. Well, maybe that's not such a bad thing. You know it's what not. I, mean? I don't think it is. I don't think that being emotional is a flaw. I think it is a strength. I do so. too. I, I because I think that fuels the passion that you use yes. for loyalty and for trust and for <laughs> integrity. That's the thing that powers that, you know, if you're not emotional, you can't be fiercely loyal to your friends. If you're not an emotional person, right. you know what I mean? This episode felt like that. Every like 
multiple moments and multiple storylines. Now it's a season finale, so you can you can play a little bit more with like everybody at once. Since in the middle of the season, you can't do this because then where do you go? You know what I mean? Right. But, whew. sheesh. All right. Whoof is right. <sighs> MVPs. I don't even know how to do the this. The entire cast, San, Greg, and Tamara. MVP of Storybrooke, though, probably has to go to Henry because they all would have just rolled over and died. All of them. Every single character. But Regina was sacrificing her life. I, every single character on both sides, really, right, could get something here. I just think if we're just strictly talking, if we have to put a line in the sand of like who MVP we had originally talked about, like really kickstarts the solution. I know. And I do agree. I do agree. Emma, uh, Snow for being sensitive. Regina for being the hero, for turning and being the hero. Honestly, Hook Rump- came back. Hook came back. Like- Rumpelstiltskin for, for turning, you know, I have to save him. I have to do something for someone else. Belle for caring about him and not, not coming back Leroy and going, you bastard for- or whatever. Le- I mean, Mother Superior for even doing, like, all of them. But if we're just talking about MVP of this storyline, Henry, like, Fine. saved the day. But- I think we should officially give the MVP to the town of Storybrooke because that's never happened before. Yes, except Greg and Tamara. They're not the town. Fuck them. They're not the town True. of Storybrooke. Okay. No, I'm talking about the t- OG. So the LVP. <laughs> uh, yes, they got uh, MVP of the. What do we say? Neverland. Neverland. I'm I gonna say give it. Fucking kid, that stupid blonde kid. I hate him. I hate his guts. <laughs> You're giving him MVP. Oh, not MVP. Sorry, LVP. Oh. I was reading ahead. Uh, MVP of Neverland. I'm going to give it to Hook. I know, I know, I know I, he did I, the wrong thing by giving him over, but like, no, that's I don't a, really but think that's, it was the But wrong that's thing. not like an out of character thing for him. That's like no. being mad at Korra for being evil. That's just like, that's right. his, that's his I'm move. giving it to Hook because... He tried. He tried to be a father. If if Bay hadn't turned on him, he wouldn't have given him up, I don't think. He stepped up. He did. He did. I'm giving it, I'm giving it to Hook. MVP, yeah. Sorry. I don't know how I got weirdly turned around and thought it was the elephant for some reason. My, my I'm, brain, like, well, wait. I'm like, why are we giving the Lost Boy <laughs> this, <laughs> this episode hit me that bad that I'm like, it spun me all the way around. Uh, LVP is Storybrooke. Do we want to say Greg and Tamara? I mean, the only ones who did anything wrong. Everybody else was like killing it. So, yeah. Not Greg and Tamara, whatever. LVP yeah, of Enchanted Forest. Sorry, I've never learned. That the kid? Lost Boy. Yeah. Okay. Honorable mention overall character. God, we're not we're not doing that no, this we're week. not doing this. We're not nope. doing that this week because nope. MVP goes to everybody. Everybody gets yeah. not a participation trophy. Everyone gets gold. <laughs> yep. Uh, outstanding performance actor. Also, no. Every single character in this in this episode outacted themselves on every episode that's come before it. Every single one, honestly. Not the new people. I'm talking if about I'm people going, we've already seen. If I'm going to shout out anything, I want to shout out Robert Carlyle for his heartbreak because the yeah. way his voice moved when he was talking about Bay really hurt. Like you could hear the shaking yeah. of his voice talking. But also, so, like that's so did Hook. Colin I know. Running with that I know. voice and Emma going mom and dad and like yeah, snows. It's all of them. Sorry, Jennifer Morrison, Colin O'Donohue, Robert Carlyle, Guinea Good. All of them. Everybody. Everybody. That was... Lana Paria. Lana Paria. I'm so sad Ruby wasn't in this. She must have been doing something else. Yeah. But wow. What a moment. Holy moly. I I just... I am shaken 
as the children say, to my core. <laughs> I need to let you know that I had very low expectations for this episode. I didn't have low expectations, but they weren't stellar. And that's my favorite thing to be wrong about. Yeah, because that was a 25 gold star episode. Okay. I'm jumping the gun here. The last for the last annual, time, Mr. Gold's Gold Star <laughs> in the Field of Excellence has been adapted uh, for a special reason because this episode will officially get 25 stars. Mm-hmm. I give five stars to each act of the episode. Yes. Uh, every single moment of that deserved a five. St- every single moment from the beginning, the intro, perfect. The reveals, perfect. Everybody, everybody's little story self-contained had its own little piece of closure. We got Bell back. We got Leroy, who actually helped get Bell back. But Leroy's relationship with Gold, we got, you know, people we didn't even see, like Mother Superior, being referenced, and just like ev- this whole thing. Every single moment of it was expertly perfect. written. Adam and Edward were responsible. Now, Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz as showrunners. This is the kind of influence I expect. When we say they wrote some random episode in the middle, I'm like, did they write this piece of shit? I don't believe yeah. that. I don't believe that they, they just were put even their names jo- on it to because, get it out. Like whatever. Like that. That now feel because the, they wrote the first episode too. Remember how expertly done they introduced us into this world? They wrote that. I think they are brilliant at the creation of these things and the way to tie it up like that, that's some of the best writing this show has ever seen. I am more than impressed. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we've gushed enough. Wow. I mean, it's it's everything we want. I would watch it again. <laughs> it was so good. I would. That th- This is the time where I'm glad that we watched the show on the air and that we tape video of it. Because honestly, if you watched that entire episode with us and you heard all those moments of us being silent, go to Spotify and watch our faces. It's me crying. It's a lot of Violet crying, but <laughs> but we have very visceral and real reactions to experiencing this because I do not remember any of this episode. None yeah, of first of all, all of the hook and Bay. I don't remember any zero of zero. I thought I discovered something when I, I said like, I'll, oh my god, Hook is his stepdad. I'll tell you something. The only thing I remember one exactly one scene when Neil mentioned it when he said. This is not my first time firing a fire ship, whatever the hell he said. I have one memory of him at the wheel and Hook going, do you want to, you know, do you want to drive? And him driving and him going two notches to port and he did it and he's like, good job. That's the only piece of this episode I remember. That one song. Wow. And not even what they were saying. I li- like what I just told you. That's yeah. all the only part I remember. Is yeah. that he physically drove that. So like Neil's reference went, oh yeah, he drove it. And then that's. I like didn't yeah. even. I don't remember how he found Milo's picture. I don't remember the how he got given over to the Lost Boys. I don't remember any of that shit. Uh, like, so the fact that we got to experience the surprise again is one of the other reasons why we try not to spoil too much for ourselves, right? Because that felt so good. I spoiled a little bit for Neverland for myself because I had to because I was. Aww. I was tired of the Greg and Tamara stuff, so I had to go look at what happens. <laughs> I was just like, I'm so fucking over these two. But I'll tell you this. I don't remember that Lacey's gone in this episode. I remember that Lacey goes into, not physically, but like in the episodes, goes well into this next part that we're about to do with Neverland. I, I didn't remember that they undid that shit and she's back. Thank God. Again. Thank the Lord. And I kept saying like, oh God, it's going to take forever. It actually didn't take that long. No. I thought and I'm took, so thankful. I remember it taking much longer than that. So crazy. Uh, so now we have 
Oh boy. So once upon a time, season three promo. Now I don't know if this, cause sometimes they do this. If it's uh, the whole season the whole promo. Thing. So here's the thing. This is a featurette. So I think it is, they're going to go into the whole thing. So <clears throat> bless you. Goodness. Thank you. I'm sorry. I usually cut it out of the mic, but I didn't. Um, let's just play it. Let's just see. I, I, after that episode, I'll watch a two minute feature. I don't even care. Yeah. Cause right. that was that good. Let's just, let's see what happens. Add. No. Okay, I'm going to rewind it. Here we go. I have faith. What? Come on, play. True love isn't easy. But it must be fought for. Because once you find it, it can never be replaced. Oh, you're not reading the text because I'm so invested. <laughs> the epic tale continues. Magic, Henry. Oh, yeah. Then we found something that changed everything. They've opened a portal. You. They are the worst. They stole Henry. to get Henry back is cooperation. And the way we do that is by just being who we are. A, a princess. A pirate. A pirate. A wizard. A, a wizard. wizard. He's not a, a wizard. wizard. What the fuck? A queen. A knight. A knight. Ooh. A savior. A savior. We have been fighting for so long. It has to end before anyone else dies. Join forces. Join forces. This is exciting. To find. Neverland. Neverland. Okay, so he said someone we all should fear. We're going to Neverland, and then the Lost Boy was like, Peter Pan. Neverland is a place where imagination runs wild. Help me get my son back, or get out of the way. Once upon a time, the two-hour season premiere event, Sunday, September 29th, starting at 7, 6 central on ABC. I'm sorry, the what? The what? It's a two-hour season premiere? We might have to split this also, up Also, this episodes. premiered May 12th, and that's September 29th. Yeah, so they took the whole summer off. May, I mean, dang. That's okay. I got to tell you, the beginning of this season was so strong, and that last episode was so strong. I really do think it undoes how bad that dip was. In the, how in the, terrible the dip was. Like, truly awful. And I kind of wish we had given it worse scores than we did. Well, the last episode, remember, it got like a three and change, like three and a half or whatever, 3.76. It's okay. We'll get into it in the recap. But yeah. Yo, yeah. I'm, ex- I'm actually excited to do like the homework for the recap because yeah. we're going to have to talk about. That, like that this whole thing. This was a oh, lot. God. My, bra- it's, my head still hurts. I, I would also watch that in theaters. If I saw that preview, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go buy movie tickets. Hell yeah. Absolutely. This was... I mean, the season one finale was a little bit problematic. The way that they kind of tied it up. They did the right stuff, but then it got weird. And this. This was expertly done. Perfect. Literally perfect. We are in awe... I mean, 
Where are we on the taping? Oh, I should probably stop the show. I, I didn't even switch the OBS video recording. Spotify is bonkers because I just left it up because I'm in such awe. I'm sorry. I'm, I promise I'm kind of good at recording podcasts. And here's We're the thing. Surviving. Take a wild guess at how long we've been recording. I have no idea. I, I don't know. Take a guess. What does it feel like? Uh, well, we've truly been on Discord since like 3 o'clock this afternoon. So. That's not um, fair. <laughs> like three hours and 22 minutes. 227. Oh, I was uh, almost an hour off. Do you know why? Because it was a good-ass episode. I found (sighs) this pattern that the bad episodes, we stop and rant. And when the episode's good, we're under three hours. I literally wanted to, like, hit play. Like, I was like, no, I don't care. We don't need to talk about the show. (laughs) Right? I just want to watch it twice. (laughs) That was absolutely unimaginably incredible. Like, I, I can't have written a cooler episode about fairy tale characters like yeah for and, real and not just fairy tale characters but people that's the thing these are not cartoons these are people mm-hmm. that we real can life. put ourselves in the position of you know yeah clerk walking out of the store and just saying it will do i still not have a family if i die or whatever he said you know what i mean like these like and like trails off and i'm like that's like you know they're all about to die like they're thinking about that's what the synopsis said like every like the destruction of the whole place is imminent and like what imminent. do you do what happens in those disaster movies, you know? Now, first first thoughts. I always think this in movies. The guy, this happens in, like, it happened in Tron, happened in a few movies. Uh, the, uh, I know you haven't seen it, but the Merovingian and the Matrix, you know. You want to see the boss and the guy's, like, sitting there. You have to get through me. And it turns out that guy's actually yeah. the boss pretending to be someone else. Do you think this blonde kid is Peter Pan? When okay, just like putting all that stuff together, he's kind of a dick. He comes in and he's like, Peter Pan's the worst guy, you know, baddest no. motherfucker in the land, and blah blah blah. And like, you know, you should always be afraid of Peter Pan. Like, I'm always the my first thought. No, is like, I is don't that think guy? so. Is, is, no, is he doing that thing where he's like, <laughs> he's like doing undercover boss where he's next to everybody, right? Like, don't yeah, piss yeah, off the yeah. boss, like, you know? yeah. Emerald City type deal. Yeah, and I'm just I just kind of put that out there in case anybody hasn't watched ahead or you know where you are that is very much so when I watched this the first time, that was my first thought. I'm not going to say whether it's true or not. I would think right. no. I'm, I'm just I saying... I think no. I'm just saying that's every time a show does this and they always have like a right-hand man guy and they never show the boss like right away. Like we had yeah. all this Neverland stuff this entire time. We haven't seen Peter Pan a single time. Like that's awfully sus, first of all. Right. <laughs> We've only seen a shadow who we don't even know if the shadow is Peter Pan's or not. We just see a shadow who's really, you know, cre- and now this guy said he rips your shadow from you. So did he rip the shadow of like, of like a muscle man? You know what I mean? Did he rip the shadow yeah, yeah. of like a psycho who's now like going out there killing people or doing whatever? Like, so there's a lot of kind of cool mystery going on here. I am very excited for season three. Now, I will say this. I won't, like, spoil the details, but I will say season three is not one of those things where it's, like, a full season, like, like beginning to end, right? It does a lot of – it starts to really, like, mix and match and get in and out of stuff. You know, for instance, I will tell you this. This Neverland thing is not a whole season thing. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, the season yeah. doesn't have 20 straight episodes of, like, one storyline. Yeah, it is just gonna, getting Henry back. It is going to get a little bit um, jumpy, you know, and, okay. and and chaotic, I think. They're gonna, we are going to introduce, because uh, I can already see it in the, in the promo titles, there are quite a few new characters they're going to introduce. 
you know, from mm-hmm. other places in the lore of the fairy tale world. I think they start to get further into like Peter Pan's obviously, a, you know, not all of these fairy tale characters are Disney. They are some of, you know, Brothers Grimm mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So we are going to get into some more Disney characters uh, coming soon. Um so it's I and I have a feeling that ratings wise, although the ratings went down, but like the hype and stuff from it, I feel like they're starting to get comfortable. Like, let's see what we can really do here, because now we're in a new right. land. We've introduced a few new lands in season two, because in the season one, it was just two. Now we've introduced a few new lands and time travel. Well, not travel, but like, you know, we're, we're kind of developing stories in two different play. We're developing this Neverland story in the past. That we have to like catch up on now. Like what happened and what's going on? Mm-hmm. They're looking for Henry. Henry's not even born yet. Now we got some stuff to deal with here. But now Henry is being brought to current day Neverland where they've been looking for him for what? 30 years and nobody's aged. Like, ooh, it's going to get good. Uh, as you can tell, we're very excited about this. More than 30 years. Well, yeah, at this point now it's 40 or 30 plus a few. No, I oh, think no. even more than that. You that's don't true age because... Neverland. How long was Bay there? But that's true because 30 years... 30 years would have been see this is confusing because balefire oh no that makes sense because balefire was hundreds of years before snow white and charming right and then he got sucked into this land and then went to neverland didn't age and then caught up with emma and now is the same age as emma because he's lived for hundreds of years in neverland why pan has been waiting for henry for 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 centuries oh my god i didn't even put that together oh my there are a lot of implications to this i'm so excited oh wowza all right well that's it that's the show (laughs) oh my god well guys season two is behind us we will be coming back for season three which is apparently a two-hour fucking premiere we have to talk about how we're gonna do that (laughs) um if you thought this episode was wild please let us know because we also thought the episode was wild if you're wondering how the heck can we tell you that we thought this episode was the best <laughs> ever? Well, guess what? There are multiple ways that you can tell us. We have an email, the sbcpod at gmail.com. If you send us an email, we'll read it on the air. We have an Instagram that has direct messaging, the sbcpod. We also have a phone number where you can call in or send us a text message. That phone number is 207 207- Five three six eight five one two. If you liked the thoughts and opinions that Mackie and I had this episode, please feel free to go over to Apple Podcast and leave us a five star review. Say some nice words. We'll read it on the air. Spotify has a new feature where you can leave us a review as well. Not sure when it does, but do it. <laughs> if you would like to financially sponsor the show in any way, we do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash the SBC pod. We have a bunch of cool exclusive bonus content over there. If you're into Lost, we are rewatching that show. If you're into musicals or any other, honestly, random thing, you'll find it there. <laughs> if you think talking to us is not enough, we have a Discord where we can talk about Once Upon a Time and anything else yeah. with like minded people over on our Discord. That link will be in the show notes. It is in our Instagram bio. You can reach out to us personally and we will give it to you. We want you to join the fun. It is a huge party and we love it so much. Thank you so much for doing two complete full fucking seasons of Once Upon a Time Woo! with us. That is so insane, so phenomenal. I'm so proud of what we are doing here. Yeah. And next month, we are celebrating one year of SBC officially. Oh, my God. I don't know what yes. we're doing for it yet, but we're going to do something. It's going to be awesome. 
That's oh all we have for tonight, friends. Oh my god, that is so exciting. We this is this celebration is it's going to be some kind of party. I don't know what it's like yeah, yet, but I don't man, know. that's exciting. Well, with that, all magic comes with a price. All shows come with a podcast. And for the last time in season two, see you guys in the Enchanted Forest. Stay gold, y'all. Stay rumple, y'all. Bye. Bye.